Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Zudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 I'm just doing a quick pop-in, if that's okay with you. <laughs> You're uh, contractually required to be here till oh, 10. okay. All right. And then do whatever you want. All right. <laughs> no, it was a late night last night. We, uh, we went a little, little long last night for the big St. Charles Motorsports. Game 7 went into overtime, baby. Calendar Girl finale last night. Usually, and, I, and it was funny, I was telling... Our uh, engineer out there, Nick, I said, I'm surgical with these things. Like, I could usually end these things at 9 o'clock exactly. You had a couple things working against you yesterday. Like, I like to end at 9. I think that's really the attention span of most people. Yep. Out there from 6 to 9 o'clock. Crown the cover girl at 9 o'clock and then head over to Shamrock's for the after party. And then come straight here. Straight to work. Yep. Uh, Yeah, we went long. You know what it was? Freaking Bigfoot. I was going to say, was there, not, not only Bigfoot, but you also got to think that you didn't start exactly on time because of the mini wrestling. Yeah, there was mini wrestlers. So little people wrestling. They called themselves, this is what they called themselves, the Dwarfinators. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can't believe that name wasn't already taken. <laughs> so there were, yeah, I mean, what, what, yeah, what a, what a spectacle last night. So the Dwarfinators wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the calendar girl thing. And Bigfoot crushing cars. Yep. Oh, the truck. Oh, I thought you meant he finally made an appearance. Yeah, and the crazy thing was is it was just <laughs> random cars that were parked in the parking lot. Uh-huh. Bigfoot just showed up. Yeah, no, when, I, when, I, when I parked, when I parked, they're like, you don't want to park there. <laughs> but really, oddly, Bigfoot was out of focus, too. Yeah, I was going to say, was he, 
really <laughs> running around dodging <laughs> photographs. <laughs> the same people that take pictures of that Bigfoot, though, are the same that took pictures of the truck Bigfoot. <laughs> well, we got done with uh, round number two in the competition last night, and I turned around, I think, to go talk to Jeff or Tony, and then I turned back around, and everybody was gone. Oh, yeah, they disappeared. Everybody went to the upper parking lot where uh, the big St. Charles Harley is, the big uh, uh, orange building up there. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Oh, Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. It was awesome, though. The truck up there with the big tires. Yeah. yeah. Out of nowhere, you're just like, oh, everybody's up there. Oh, yeah, I think Bigfoot. You're like, okay, there it is. There she is. And then, uh, man, what a close competition last night, too. Sure was. And then finally, we got that winner. Congratulations, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Amanda Stewart. Starrett, right? Is that how you say her last name? It's actually Starrett. Two first names. Starrett. Starrett. She got the cover. The yeah. highly coveted cover of the Big St. Charles Motorsports 2019 calendar. And you know what, guys? Let's do it again next year. All right. If we're invited back. Which I'd, I would love to be. Yeah, I'd be Great. okay with that. I had a blast this year. Always a nice time uh, seeing everybody out there. A lot of St. Fun. Charles Motorsports. Mm-hmm. You know, as uh, as I was driving home yesterday, uh, this is from work. Uh, Patrico sends me a message. Guess who got himself some jury duty? Let's oh, yeah. This guy it's over me, here it's me Jeff. It's oh, me. You? Yeah, oh, it's wow. me. I got summonsed. Guess he got the old jury duty summons. Yeah, that's, that's me. so fun. I opened it up. Like, when it showed up, it said, you know, open only by the, you know, addressed. And I was like, oh, this is weird. And it said, like, you know, Anthony, middle initial, Patrico, like all form. I'm like, what the hell is this? At first, I thought it was like one of those, we've pre approved you for a $500,000 yeah, mortgage. Think, it, lo- it almost looks like a piece of junk mail. Yeah. So I opened it up, and especially with us selling the house, Did it I have gotta, the perforated corners where you had to kind of tear no, open the. No. Oh, it was a letter, letter. This was a letter, letter. Oh. Yeah. That, did this come to your dad's house? Yeah. Did you have everything transferred there? Well, most. I mean, oh, yeah. Good question. It came. Yeah, it came to your parents' house, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because if you miss that, if you don't reply to it or don't do anything about it, you get in trouble, right? We we have oh, yeah. we we have the mail forwarded through like November, going to my folks' house. Uh, but it showed up with their address on it, like not like a, the yellow stamp that's like, "Hey, a forward thing." Yeah, I mean, it oh, showed yeah, up, I was going to my question. It showed up with their address on it, and I opened it up. And as soon as I pulled it out, it said, you know, you have been, you know, selected, selected. as a juror. And I was like, ah, damn it. You know what? It's fun. You know, I've, I, and I've said. I've never done it, right? I've I said it once. It's past, interesting. I've done it a couple of times. It's mm. interesting. I've said in the past that fun I wanted to do it. Fun is not the word. I'm sorry. Fun's not the word. Interesting yeah. is the word. Yeah. To go through the process. I, I've said that I wanted to do it. Now, I want it to be something cool, like, or something big, you know, like a, like a, like a legit, like, cool thing, case. But immediately, what is the first thing I thought when I opened it up? You're going to have to miss work. Yep. I go, oh, Riz is going to be mad. No, I can't get mad at that. Legally. (laughs) (laughs) Externally. (laughs) Legally, you cannot be penalized. Although, if you don't show up, you could be penalized. Uh There could be a bench warrant. My mom is convinced that I'll be dismissed because of what I do for a living. Are the mobile DJing? Yeah, that's usually <laughs> blues hype, man. They hate mobile DJs uh-huh. in court. <laughs> She's convinced. I made it. I made it pretty far last time. I yeah. I was on. Uh, I was on a jury, or called to jury duty. Yeah, me too. I made I it made into it, the box. I made it into. I went. It was the city. It was a couple Same years there. ago. Yeah. So I went down to the city courthouse. Sat in a room for a long time. 
Then I guess they started whittling people down and then went across the street to the actual courtroom and uh, made it that far. Yeah, I did too. I made it into the into the jury box with, I mean, there was more than 12, but uh, I made it to a point where I questioned one of the lawyers. And as soon oh, as really? you question one of the lawyers, you know, one side says, I don't want that guy. So then you're you're gone. Yeah, I got to the top 15. I thought I was convinced. It was some like rape trial. Right. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mine was mine was uh, um, somebody suing a police officer for something, and I oh, thought you sh- a police officer, right? And I thought I'd be out on I, I thought I'd be out on my ass immediately because I have ser- you know a handful of police officers in my in my family and friend group that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. it came down to does anybody or one of the one of the lawyers got up and said something about and this black man over here, and I and I stood up. I was like, why did why did you have to say that he was black? Is there a, is there a blind juror prospect in here? I mean, we can all see he's black. You said that? Oh, yeah. And Did you say it knowing that that could get you booted? Or was it actually a like concern of yours? Like, it, was a cons- it, it was very much a red flag to me, but I also knew when I stood up and said that that it was a good possibility. That's not that why that I said you. it. Yeah. But, you yeah. said it as you were putting your jacket on. Yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> hey, quick question me, before We all can see that he's black. Which yeah. way is the door? You guys uh, validate parking and he's got, quick He's question. got his key fob. He's warm. He's <laughs> doing an auto start. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And we went for a break right after that. We're right outside on the on the steps of the court, and everybody, every other juror, especially the black jurors were coming up to our prospective jurors were coming up to me going man thanks for having our back man i appreciate it i was like no problem see you guys <laughs> good luck my mom's done it twice but she went like was selected i think twice you know oh to get onto a jury yeah oh yeah yeah and she oh. said one of them was was ridiculous it was um some guy fighting a traffic ticket but like fighting fighting the traffic ticket it's like come on man yeah, like they had to get a jury. Like these are why the, the courts are tied up because of this kind of garbage. Yeah. Pay your pay yeah. your damn fine. Yeah. yeah, I forgot what it was, but it was it was something silly and it went multiple days. Well, this I guess is the eleventh circuit, right? I'm assuming the eleventh circuit, St. Charles uh-huh. County. Uh-huh. Let me see if in the picture if it says anything. I really Well, I, I looked really up some know. of the uh FAQs in case you want to know. Yes, the eleventh judicial circuit. So the average trial in St. Charles County is two to three days. And whether you're selected to serve or not, you'll be done for two years. So once you show up, if you show up there, you check in, you're done for two years at oh, least. Oh, I did not know that. That's good. I can, uh-huh. I can I can do this online. What do you mean? Like it says I can I can do this questionnaire online, and, and that could be the start of the process. Of, oh, wow. Oh, like you might get kicked out before yeah. you, like I'm you can go do right it. now. Oh, that's that's, that's good sweet. Idea. Like, what can you bring with you? You could bring uh, books and laptops and cell phones and pagers. You got a pager? You could bring it. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I'm in. But we do ask that you turn off all cells and pagers while in the courtroom. And you may check your messages during recess. Some jurors bring in laptops to do work, but uh, they don't have any wireless, so don't even ask. You can check your messages during recess, but you may be playing kickball, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it say, can I bring in a uh, an access unit and headphones and a microphone that I could do a live <laughs> and broadcast? An and a truck <laughs> and some giveaways. Hey, you're going to get paid. You get paid 20 bucks. 20 bucks for your service. Pretty sweet. Right on. 20 bucks an hour, huh? 20, no, 20 <laughs> bucks. Not bad. 20 bucks an hour is pretty yeah, sweet. Uh, oh, by the way, the court is unable to provide parking, so uh, <laughs> okay. they do maintain a municipal parking garage across the street from the court's administration building, so that's going to cost you two bucks. 
So now I've just made $18. Correct change is suggested, and the fee is not reimbursed by the court. So they made that abundantly clear. <laughs> Very nice of them. Uh, much like asking if there's a wireless, you'll be tased if you ask. Uh, can I volunteer for jury duty? No. Uh, age limit, 21. You're okay. How can I be excused? How can I be excused from jury duty? Here we go. Yeah, some, by the way, real quick, somebody in the chat room says the last time I was selected for jury duty, I was 16 years old. No, you weren't. I tell you, I thought you had to be 18 to get the letter. Yeah, you must be at least 21 to be 21. called for jury duty. Do you have the same name as your dad? Because I don't There's think no you There's no max age for jurors. Good news, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> All right, how do I be excluded? To be excused, you must be, uh, oh, you must submit a request in writing. If it is for a medical reason, you must provide a doctor's excuse. After the judge reads your request, you will be informed by a postcard if you have been excused. I love getting postcards. It's really good. When was the last time you got a postcard? Oh, it's from the judge. <laughs> it's one from the judge. Where'd he go? Acapulco? <laughs> Wish you were here. Uh, oh, this is just a bad time for me. Can can I can I be postponed? Any juror may ask to be postponed one time. Your services will be rescheduled sometime in the next six months. Does my employer have to pay me for serving on jury duty? And can he refuse to allow me time off to attend jury duty? And by the way, it's up to the employers whether to pay their employees. Under the law, they must allow you time off for jury duty. So they, they cannot penalize you for appearing. So they don't have to pay you, but they can't fire you going, right. you missed a day of work. Right. Hmm. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, you, you have to show up. Right. I don't read what the penalty for not showing up is. I think it's a fine uh, or it, possible imprisonment. This says if this says if I don't fill out this e-jury, e-jury survey or whatever, I could be held contempt of court and then murdered. Wow. Guilty. 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 That's you. Well, man. Guilty. You just got you just got summons. <laughs> when is it? Uh in October sometime? Yeah, late October. All right. Well, you better show up. You better put that on your I'm calendar. Try, I'm trying to uh I'm trying to have my mommy send me the uh, juror ID and then I'll uh I'll let you know what the process is here. All as right. far as what I gotta do. <laughs> Call it mommy. Mommy. Mommy's gonna send you all the I text her. I said, literature. "Are you up yet? I need you to do me a favor." <laughs> did you send your mama a "you up" text? <laughs> yeah, I did. <clears throat> Jeff, huh? We missed that. <laughs> Jeff said, "Me too." <laughs> Jerk. All right, thank you guys. If it helps, she didn't respond this time. Uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week. Thank you for all your votes <laughs> overnight, yesterday afternoon. Freak of the Week. John Patrico was here. Tony's dad. We had three brand new ads for you. And so it was this week, three ads, three new ads, next week and then the week after, and that's it. And I believe we are donezo as far as the new stuff goes for Craigslist Freak of the Week. Mm -hmm. And then we really start paring down into the tournament, end of the year stuff. I mean, we're there, folks. It's crazy. I mean, we're getting closer to etching that name on that Jerry Sandusky memorial plaque. So, again, thank you for voting via our Twitter, at R-I-Z-Z Show. And here's how everything shook out. A little recap for you. In third place, with just 15% of your votes, 
Ladies and gentlemen, it was nominee number three. Here is Jeff Probst. Did I say that right? I was abducted. Man for Alien 44, Montreal, Canada. When I was a kid, I was taken by aliens. It was so intense while also being so intimate. I've been waiting for them to return ever since. They took my virginity. I only remember bits and pieces, but it was real, I swear. They took me to their ship and left me in my bed alone with some blood after they finished oh, with me. Oh it's been too long, and I don't know if they're ever coming back. This is why I need you. Come over on the days and times I give you. I'll leave the door and windows unlocked. Get in however you like. Bring your toys and tools, but don't tell me what they are beforehand. You can use anything on me. I'm not sure what I'll remember or what I'll see, but if you have any sort of costumes, that may help jog a few of my memories with this. I've been testing the GBH on myself, so I know how much I can take before I totally slip out and let you do what you will without fighting. I'll give you the dosage in the email. This is real. I am not joking. This happened, and I need to see you again. Dose me. Yeah, the uh, the GBH, huh? Is yeah, that a new one? Is that yeah. a new Canadian? It's a, it's a hybrid. Yeah, it's a hybrid. Is that a Canadian yeah. uh, date rape drug? Yeah, it's got to be different. All right, that was Jeff Probst. Never to be heard from again. And <laughs> number three with 15% of your votes. All right, here you go. The runner-up with 37% of your votes. It was nominee number one. This was John's pick. This was Moon's pick. Nanny DeVito. Where's my little man? Woman for man, 53, Athens, Greece. I'm a 53-year-old woman and have never bared children. I used to work in childcare, and to be honest, I miss it a lot. I miss the sports practices and the school activities. Yes, I never had my own kids, but I cared for these kids like they were. They were my everything. Ever since I was not asked back a couple months ago, I've had an empty spot in my heart looking for someone to fill it. If you're a boy between 18 and 20 and can pass for younger, please come over and pretend to be one of mine. Let's play games. We'll run around. Let's talk about you going through your changes. <laughs> Sit on my lap and watch TV. We'll do bath time like we used to. I'll cook dinner and we'll sit and eat at the table with our shirts off. If things go well, we'll take it to the next level. This time, nobody will be asked to leave, though. No hairy men, please. Looking for smooth babies. Oh, Hope you don't mind that I'm a little heavy. I'm a magician with my body. I will take care of you in every way. Send a picture with your reply. Put mom in the subject line. Duh. What? Just the way you send a picture. Picture. And that was uh, Nanny DeVito with uh, 37% of your votes. And I think I mentioned this yesterday. I, I'm imagining this woman looking like Danny DeVito. Yeah. Like that's what she looks like. Just a slightly taller. 
Maybe. You got real specific there. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, real specific there. All right, folks, here you go. Your official Craigslist Freak of the Week. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. One step closer to getting their name etched on that Jerry Sandusky Memorial Trophy. It's nominee number two, Sonny and Cher. Someone got pregnant during the threesome. Ranson raves Liverpool, England. I know this is a long shot, Dad. I know we haven't spoken in eight months. Yes, we had a falling out and you tossed me from the house. We were never that close. We were more friends than father and son. The last time we talked was just a few weeks ago after we got out our trees at the pub and ended up bringing that woman home with us. It got wild. We both took our turns on that young lass. Dad, we need to talk. As much as you don't want to, I must be in contact. That young lass has one in the oven, and she's not sure who's the father, as she wants both of us in their lives. This needs to be figured out. The timeline works out. It can only be us. Let's come up with a plan. And if I'm being honest here, I think we should talk about setting up a long-term plan for the three of us. I thought that us working her together was the closest we've ever been. I was so happy that night. I love you and want you back in my life. I hope this finds you. You may have a child or grandchild in your life who needs you. All right, there you go. Wow, there. Sweet. There they are. I'm really not. I'm. I'm really not a fan of that. The whole working her. You know how he says he hasn't had a relationship with his dad in a while, and then they do that, and then the way he's trying to find his dad now is on is on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's how well. fractured their relationship is. Like, you can't just reach out to him. Well, the dad tossed him out. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't have any other way besides through... Uh, something happened, Jeff. Wow. Something bad. Especially that's, after such a bonding experience right. like they had a couple weeks prior. <laughs> it must have been something real bad. Yeah. And I think the dad will reach out just because he potentially has a new grandson or son. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the chance of yeah. him seeing that, you know, rants and raves on, on the Liverpool Craigslist. I mean, come on. You would think they would have bonded over that and the high five you have to do during that, right? Don't you high five during that? During the thing with the girl? You tell us, man. Oh. <laughs> I think it's it's, it's etiquette, yeah. right? It's yeah, the right thing. It is. <laughs> All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Don Stalkup. Yeah, Don. Yay! Yeah, Donnie. Hey, Donnie Stalkup from St. Louis. Uh, Don has been a loyal listener for several years now. He even got his uh, his son hooked on the show. And if he's home, he live streams on YouTube so he can actually see everyone's expression. Have Have you guys noticed the amount lately of people that have said, hey, I got my spouse hooked on it or my son yeah. or, or, or over the weekend it was uh, a daughter and mom. Remember, yeah. we met them. Uh-huh. He says the show makes him laugh as if it's just like he's hanging out with his friends, having a good time. He is a newly retired Illinois State Trooper. Thank you very much for your service. And enjoy your retirement. Uh, and is grateful for the support given to law enforcement and EMS by the show. Always, you guys got it. Uh, Don and his wife have been to several Riz Show events and would enjoy uh, sporting his jersey at future Riz Show events. 
saying, quote, I'm the same age as Jeff, so I'm running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for mine too, bro. So there is a Don Stall Cup. Today's Team Riz member of the day gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, we'll take our first break of this Friday morning at 6.30. First look at the traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. Mama liked to party when you were in her belly. That's why you are dumb. Ah, coming at you. <laughs> Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, our phone number, 314-6-WALKER, 314-692-5537. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com, slash Riz, and the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Show 1057thepoint.com. Later on today, your Friday fail stories. Got those coming at you. Our uh, dear friend Anthony Stalter from ESPN Radio coming in. We'll talk a little football. What terrible he is at our pick'em challenge. Uh, he's not the worst. <laughs> Who's the worst? Oh, me by far. Really? Yeah. As far as the ratio pick'em challenge, mm-hmm. like what are the standings? Let me see. I'll go to it right now. All right. We also have this. the uh, real or fake results before we get out of here. Yeah. What are the standings? So you went overall? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So overall standings. Out of the group, in last place, in 1,321st place, me. Wow. Then it's Stalter at 850th. Oh, okay. So you are terrible. Look at my rank. It's yeah, but I mean, camp. it's what? It's, 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 it's week four, right? Yeah. Then yeah. Jeff at 666. I'm at 666. <laughs> King, Scott, <laughs> King Scott at 649. Donnie at 533. Whoa. Moon What's at up? 189. Just, and Riz. See? All you got to do is pick... Which mascot would beat up the other mascot? 189. And Riz, third. Nice. That's why we're reading this. Son. Number three. <laughs> what? I had no idea. I had no oh, idea, Tony. It's interesting what? we're talking about this. I had no idea. Number three. Such a Congratulations surprise. on that. Count it again. All right, hold on. Let me see here. Say the results Count again. it again. Say it one more time. So I am uh, 1,321st. Skip to me. Three? <laughs> And Riz is third. Wow. That's incredible. I didn't know that Enjoy twice already. Yeah, come on. I'm coming for you. Well, you better bring it. Hey, man, my uh, my strategy is is uh, is working out. The wheels could fall off at any time. Everybody made their picks last night. Yep. Nobody forgot. Uh-uh. Everybody picked the Rams. Yep. Uh-huh. Yes. Nobody picked the Vikings. Didn't you pick the Vikings? No. Oh, well, he, said you, he said he was thinking I that. He said I was thinking. Uh, bummer. But I wound up going Rams. <laughs> Thank God. Bummer. Thank God. Hey, before we get to the emails, you ever hear uh, people complain about the traffic here in St. Louis? Yes. yes. A lot, yeah. right? All the time. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm inconvenienced by 10 minutes. But in reality, and this is reality, uh, it's not bad here at all as far as traffic goes. Listen, every major metropolitan city, there's going to be pockets during rush hour, during during the peak driving times where there's going to be congestion. But, I mean, 
Moon, you've uh, you've been in uh, L.A. a lot. Uh, Scott, you know, you guys both lived out there for a little yes. while. I've been in New York. I mean, here it's nothing compared to there. Yeah. No. There's no traffic here compared to no. any of those towns. No, there's congestion here. There's no. There's congestion sometimes. Yeah, sometimes for ten minutes. There was a new study released yesterday by a company called Geotab, which makes vehicle tracking devices. And it analyzed 7.7 million aggregated traffic data records within its system, all logged between August of 2017 and July of 2018, to get a really to get really an accurate picture of traffic congestion across the U.S. And the data showed that the city of St. Louis had quote the fewest problems in terms of sluggish traffic. Wow, that's great. Of the 20 cities surveyed. The least traffic here in St. Louis. We're never good. In fact, even during, and I'm reading this, in fact, during our uh, peak rush hour, which is between 4 and 5 p.m., speed decreased an average of just 16%, dropping to 41 miles an hour. Compare that to Boston, which suffers the most congested peak periods. Drivers there saw speeds fall an average of 40%. So we had the least at 16%, Boston, 40%. So during rush hour in Boston, your car will be averaging 22 miles an hour. Which makes the survival rate way better because they're always trying to hit people. And <laughs> every, every time I'm in Boston, I, I swear, people are just running people over. Well, it's funny the, the way the RFT put this, uh, and they said it's, it's pretty grim everywhere. The maps for L.A. and San Francisco are downright horrifying mm. when you zoom in on the details. Even some cities not known for their uh, for their congestion are shown as basically unbearable on the maps they show. Isn't isn't like this kind of uh, can't you almost compare it to like the heat? Okay, you know on a on a ninety five degree day here in St. Louis where it feels like one hundred and three, we are kind of used to it, so it feels okay. If somebody from uh, a cooler climate comes in, they're going to go, "Wow, this heat is terrible." Same well, with traffic. It's, it's, this is all we know. It's because we live here, and you know we hear the people bitching. Yeah. You know, so while you may spend two hours in traffic getting home in L.A., you spend 40 minutes here, but it's the same because this is where we live. It's like a cost, of, cost of living difference. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. And oh, I tell you what, for people like us, when we get in rush hour traffic, oh, man, if you're out, you know, like like going to Big St. Charles last night, you can leave your house at what time? I leave my house at 5. And then you're in it, and you just sit here and go, how do people do this every day? Yeah, I left my house at 5 to get there, you know, a little before 6. Right, same here. And I always heard it, and I don't think I've ever been. Maybe I've driven through, but I always heard Atlanta is really bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, During yeah. rush hour, it's, it's Atlanta, terrible. Atlanta, New York, L.A., Denver. Boston. Denver's terrible now. If you were in L.A. and needed to be somewhere by 6, you were leaving at 3. 3 or 3.30. Oh, 30. same with uh, New York City. Yeah. Wow. New York City summer, you try to go out to uh, Long Island, let's say. You need to be out there by 5 o'clock. You damn nearly need to leave by 2.30. Wow. The latest on the road to get out of the city. See, that's why I don't think that, like, big city living like that is not for me. Well, you just, I mean, you just change all of your habits. You, you don't yeah, go you, grocery uh, shopping you adapt. at four. Yeah. You know, you just, yeah, you just, you just you change habits. You have to adapt to it. Yeah. When, we were, when we were going back and forth between our place in Orange County and the studio up closer to L.A., we were just going in the middle of the night. It was the only time yeah. we would do it. If yeah. it was during the day, we're like, mm-hmm. nah, we'll just do what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because L.A. at, like, 830... 
the roads instantly, there's no traffic anywhere on the roads in L.A. until about 5 in the morning, then it picks up again. Then it picks up again. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's a different lifestyle. You know, you adapt. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get to some of your emails. Rich Show at 1057thepoint.com. This is uh, from Joe. He says he was eating a steak recently and began to think back to the conversation we've had about uh, right and wrong ways to, to eat certain foods. Got him wondering, are you a monster if you put ketchup on steak? Yes. <laughs> He thinks so, uh, uh, but what do we, what do we think? I, I don't think you're a monster because if you want to eat a steak with ketchup on it, go ahead and eat a steak with ketchup on it. I would just never do that. I mean, you shouldn't be jailed, right? <laughs> you should be fined. But they have invented barbecue sauce, and I and but I, I can't... don't understand why you'd you'd go out and buy a nice good steak, and then just ruin it with why why you're tasting ketchup. Ketchup is an overpowering thing. But yeah, it's but the noise just it makes. Have just a I, little bit, because I know, I know you probably remember. I've gone on record before saying that I've done ketchup with steak, and I've also done an A one ketchup mix. Mm-hmm. I used to, I used and to I do... just don't overpower it. I just, it's just a little bit of more. I mean, I've seen little... somebody drown a steak in in, in ketchup. And yeah, go, why see, even? Listen, when I was younger, have a good cut of meat. What does yeah. it matter? When I was younger, and my dad would would barbecue at home, he would grill at home. He'd say, well, "We're making steaks. How do you want yours?" And I'd go, "Well done." And then I would dip it in ranch. It, it, it was mm. it was worthless. Now as I grow up, I don't, I don't put over, anything on if it. If you over my house and I took the time to make you a nice steak, which will never happen, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Cool fantasy. Where are we going with this? <laughs> <laughs> I was out when you said when you're over at my house. <laughs> <laughs> and I take the time fun. to make you a nice steak and cook it right, you know, medium rare. How do you like your steak? Medium rare for me. Yeah, me too. Medium rare. I normally go medium. But I'm, yeah. o- I'm almost to the point where I like it rare. And I take the time and I, I grill it right or... Even, you know, pan sear it, put it in the oven, make sure that temperature's right. Let it rest. Let the juices kind of go back in and, and I serve it to you. And I'm all excited for you to cut into it and taste it. Yeah. And then you put ketchup on it, you bastard. <laughs> that's one all of the, this time. That's one of the number one arguments that I have with my wife because I'm the one that cooks dinner in the house. Like, she can't cook for anything. So I'm the one that cooks. And every single time before we even, like, we sit down and before she puts one bite, to her mouth, she's already got garlic, salt, and pepper putting all over it. I'm like, will you not just try it the way I made it? She's yeah, like, I, I seasoned, like, I like garlic I se- salt. But you know, and I seasoned it up nice. Yeah, I did this for you. And now what are you doing? I get to serve you a piece of shoe leather, and you can put ketchup on it. Why did I take the time? <laughs> now, if you're thinking me in that scenario, I would never put ketchup on a steak that you made me. I would mm-hmm. do it at home, or I would do it out somewhere, Sure, but never if you were doing but it. But if somebody else made something right, for you, yeah. I think it's kind of tacky. It's, yeah. That's me. Right. I would take note. Also, uh, Joe said that he normally doesn't agree with what Moon says, but not all vegan stuff is bad. He even had vegan ice cream before, and it was pretty solid. I had Thanks, uh, uh, coconut ice cream. Recently? Yeah. Yeah, my wife got it. Uh, coconut ice cream's I good. What it's the brand fantastic. Is. It was like a salted caramel coconut ice cream. Ooh. Terrific. Yeah. Oh, boy, it was terrific. It can replace regular it, ice cream I, any day. Any day. Audio ice really? cream. Any day. Yeah. Any day. Yeah. And then no dairy stomach ache. Yeah. I forgot what brand it was, but my wife got these, like, uh, you know, uh, ice cream bars. Oh, it it's a bar? Yeah, on a stick. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was great. That, that sounds interesting because yeah. I'm not anti the taste of coconut. I just don't like it when it's. It d- you don't, you don't even know it's coconut. Yeah. No, 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 it's, has it's a whole this bunch. one here is it's cashew milk. milk. I don't think he's on saying. A, on a bar? Yeah, I don't think he's saying it's. I think he's saying coconut milk is replacing the dairy. I don't think oh, he's saying okay. it's a coconut flavor. Oh, I, yeah. yeah, it's not coconut flavored. Are you sure it's not this, Riz? This is, the, this is what's popping up. 
Uh, oh, I've had those. Uh, those cashew, are pretty good. That's cashew milk. Yeah, yeah. but there's other ones. Yeah, there's but, coconut but, ones. And the reason that that's... Uh, oh, here you go. So it looks like looks like this. Oh, come on. So, yeah, salted caramel. But like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's a different brand, though, she got. Yeah, I've had something but, man, similar to that. Man, they're good. Yeah. They're good. Don't... Uh, listen, I don't knock all vegan stuff. Some of the, the, the biggest thing to turn the corner for me, because when I was told I had to give a lot of things up, cheese is like yeah, one of my favorite things on the, on the planet. But I'm telling you, vegan cheese 10 years ago was dog do. It was terrible. And yeah. I had it last that night. I can't, I can't compromise on that. She, she, uh, my lady made this, this thing and used this new vegan mozzarella that's on there. And I didn't even know. I yeah. thought I was eating the regular stuff. It's a, I really it's a mind did. death for me. I can't. If I know it's it's fake cheese, I can't. Yeah, it'd be really but that's hard. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know it was last night. She goes, check out it. this new mozzarella stuff. Although we had those uh, Impossible Burgers from uh, White Castle. They brought some. That's Impossible. not for me. Yeah. Impossible Burgers. But again, you knew it. And you just many- said that it was a mind death for you. I know. Right. So For me, you- it was a taste F. And it was a taste. If, if you would have said that. Here, try this. You know what's different. Right. I would say this is not your regular White Castle slider. Well, yeah. Well, well I think you were For expecting sure. a White Castle slider. They're not trying to make a White Castle slider. It's a completely Obviously. different burger. See, I could do those White Castle burgers, but it'd be hard for me to cut the cheese from my diet. Hi. He's just sneaking. Can you, can you get him out of here? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No. That's it. Coconut Bliss. Oh, look at that. Coconut Bliss, salted caramel, and chocolate. That's it. Those that are the jam. How much sugar is in that bad boy? Don't look. It's a dessert. <laughs> it's not bad. It's, it's not terrible. I like your attitude. It's not great. Oh, it's look at that. Dessert. It's not bad it's at dessert. all. It really isn't that bad. It's dessert. Yeah. We gotta get Don't have one every day, but those are coconut bliss. That is yeah. the jam. That Next. Good. Uh, hi, my name's Ben. Hey, hey ben. ben. I'm I'm an SIUE student and a big fan of the show. Been having some roommate problems, so I was wondering if uh, if you all had any advice. So the roommate is a complete slob, leaves old food out all over his room. It spoils, then stinks up the whole apartment. He leaves trash out in the main room. When my other roommates and I asked him to clean up uh, his mess, he gets all upset for us uh, from us uh, for just even bringing it up. And then he doesn't even clean it up. He also steals food from our rooms and our refrigerators. Ooh, that's what. And this is at SI SIUE. SIUE. Yeah. So he said so far. Out. The only thing they've done. There's so, your solution. Throw no, his they, ass out. They can't. Uh, they said so far the only thing they've tried is the ratio classic. So I guess we're stealing stuff out of people's refrigerators now. <laughs> well, so the guy steals and you can't throw him out. Uh, I guess not. Maybe stealing, you know, a what, sandwich is isn't. Well, they, it says here that uh, he denies stealing anything, even though they found the leftover food containers in his trash Don't they room. have uh, RAs? Uh, yeah, it's a little different in the apartments over there in Cougar Village, and I think there's a new one, too. But I have th- a movie called Cougar Village. The, the say, thing is this. Like fun, fun I mean, place. what I'm assuming is, like, <laughs> let's say they have Coconut Bliss, you know, salted caramel ice cream bars, and the guy takes one. Like, he says you, he's straight up stealing food and then denying it. Yeah, but I mean, like, is that maybe, is that something that you're gonna go along with everything else? Yeah, you but know? you know what I'm saying. Like, if if I so would, you can't throw somebody out. It says here we can't get a new roommate until the end of the semester. Oh, get the hell out of here! Well, first of all, on the bright side, the end of the semester is right around the corner. You know what you got to do? You got to ice him out. You got to make him so miserable living there that he moves out on his own. Start playing. Yeah, you ain't going to change him, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Start playing his least favorite music in the middle of the night. You got to ice him out. 
put spoiled food in your refrigerator? You got to make living conditions so bad. That's maybe the way to go. (laughs) What, poison them? No, he's saying saying like gross food in your refrigerator so he eats it. Then then you got gross food in your fridge. Yeah, but at least you get him to quit eating there. What do you need to do, get like a food stylist to disguise it as good food? Maybe, honestly, you put a lock on it. And when he asks why a lock, you're like, because you're stealing my food, man. Uh, I like my ice him out. Make his make his life miserable in there until he moves out on his own. I would try to be yeah. I would try to be direct. Try to yeah. be cool, but be direct and just say, Hey man, like I, I He denies it. I'm not talking about the food. I mean I would be direct on that too, but I'm talking about the slobbery. Didn't he say like he tried to tell him like, hey Yeah, he denies it and then he doesn't clean anything up. Man. No, uh, yeah. Your roommates are clean, right, Tony? Yeah, they're super clean. <laughs> they're so nice. My too. daughter dealt with this in her first semester at college. She had somebody that didn't shower. Oh, and hygiene uh, issues, huh? It was a hygiene issue, and she's and she said, I mean, she went through dozens of candles and all sorts of things, and tried to just like be cool. And my daughter's the most passive, just chill. And this is in a dorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know how big it is. It's the size of our old studio. So if, just if to that. be subtle about it. She tried. Or like almost sugarcoating it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh. she tried, and then she um, started started bringing up like, uh, "Hey, man, like, are you are you showering enough? You know?" Yeah. And the gal totally would go in and run the shower. Oh my god! And then come back you know out what? with sometimes, completely dry hair and no towel, and be like, uh, "Sometimes, yeah, and and for me, most yeah. of the time, the direct approach is probably the best way to go." And you know, it's funny. I just read something about how the average person has to, quote-unquote, sugarcoat how they really feel 11 different times a week. 11 wow. different 11 times. different times a week, somebody will, quote-unquote, sugarcoat something to, I don't know, save feelings, avoid uh, offending somebody, or not rock the boat. And you know what the most common thing we do when we sugarcoat something, or the most common thing to sugarcoat is? Oh. Food. Hygiene. Food. Uh, oh, yeah. So, back to the ketchup on the steak thing. When you have to tell somebody what you think of their cooking. Yeah, that's a... That's, that's the number one thing people sugarcoat. That's a sensitive one, too. And why is it that? Because you would think that somebody is putting passion and care into cooking is going to want the criticism so that's they're better. What my mis- that's what I always say. I would rather know if I made something, if this is terrible. Like, tell me why, so next time I don't do it the same way. There's if some- I think you like it. I'm going to do it. Mmm, yeah. yummy in my tummy. <laughs> There's something so primal, though, about preparing food or, or making food for somebody. I mean, because it's like a primal survival type thing. It's, it's got to be something baked into us. When it comes to cooking, we feel like I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. I like to see somebody enjoy something I've created. And if it's caca, then let me know. But maybe that's one of the reasons that people aren't going to let you know. Because no- they know that it's so important to you. Number two is uh, when, uh, when a friend asks if you like their outfit. Oh, a nice uh, sweatshirt there, Patrico. Cool. Hey. Great sweatshirt. Oh, they have any uh, men's clothes there? I didn't ask either <laughs> one of you. Again, these these are the common things we sugarcoat. So one was food, two was a uh, friend's outfit. Three is when your significant other asks how they look. Again, I'm going to go on the honesty side on this one. If I look like garbage, please tell me before I leave the house. And I don't think anybody has a problem with you doing that. I think it's how you say it at times. Listen, let's blunt as best. Let's not beat around the bush here. Yeah. You going I, outside I, like that? But you, you, yeah. you know what blunt is. Even like the soft ones become blunt if you know what that person means the second time around. The thing that's common in my house is, is she'll, it just happened two days ago. She goes, you like the sweater? And I go, it's not my favorite. But that means... 
please don't wear that. Yeah. It's just a little softer way of saying it. Yeah, but why would you just say, nah? Oh, I have. You before. would never say nah. You'd say that garbage or something Here's like that. Here's the thing, that. though. Yeah, I, go, I don't like it. See, but I get what Moon's saying, though, is he doesn't have to say that because it, the same message gets across by yeah, the way you're he an says adult. it. It doesn't I matter. Ha- I have said that you before. You know what it is. Like you, to me, like you, to You know her and I. We're, we're very direct yeah. with, with that kind of stuff. And I have said, like, no, I think that doesn't look good or something like that. And when I say it's not my favorite, I do mean, like, it's not my favorite. It looks good on you, but. You asked me. That at home. You asked me the question. Mm. I don't like it. Like my wife knows. My wife knows when she says, "Hey, what do you think of this shirt?" And I go, "That's okay." She knows that's me saying that looks like. Garbage. So why don't you just say this? Because this th- that's the relationship good. we have. I don't have to say that. I could say it's okay. The message but comes what? across, and she sees the sensitive side of Tony. Yeah, but it's saying the same thing. Right, but she knows that. And if it's I me say calling her, you stupid or dumb, it's the same thing. If I say to her huh? and she goes, "What do you think of this shirt?" and I go, "I hate it. It's ugly." That would hurt her feelings. Well, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to put it so, so like that. I mean, you know, you got to be kidding me. That's what you just asked me to do. <laughs> no, you said eh, it, it's it's not my favorite. What do you, what do you no, say? It's okay. It's okay. Which means I don't like it. So why don't you say it? I don't like it? Because that's not how I am. Okay, then you. That's the way you are. Right. But I'm saying the same thing you are. It's childish. Damn. Are you nuts? Damn, yo. <laughs> I'd rather be childish than go the psychotic route. Just, it's not psychotic. It's dude, called no dude. games. For you, it's for called you. not playing games. I don't want to play games. I got enough games in my life. I know, but I mean, you got to you got to realize that that you saying you know that looks like garbage. I mean, you put ten husbands in a room and you put ten wives in the other room and you say, oh, his response was that's garbage. The women are going to go, what did he say? They're not going to go. I appreciate that. I'm not going to say every time it's garbage. If I think it's up to the level of it looks like garbage, I'm going to say it looks like garbage. And your wife, you can say that too. And she would throw it back at me. Right. I never once said that your way was a bad way. That's just how you do it. That's just how I do it. You're the one that called me childish. Silly. (laughs) And I think your way is crazy. As an adult. Why play games? Why can't you're married to this woman? You're going to be with her for the rest of your life. Why have to beat around the bush? I don't want to be on eggshells, tip around. You know, have to have to have to tiptoe around topics. Here we go. Sharing the sharing the chat room. But he's saying that he's not tips. Right, I'm not. That's just how I message different words. Right. Sherry said, as long as she understands what he means when he says it's okay, he doesn't need to say anymore. So what if it is the same thing? But he's being tender about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't go that far, and I subscribe to what you're saying. Just so you sensitivity know. levels of people, but at the same time, I, I just so you I know, when I does. tell my wife that her outfit looks like garbage, I hug her. <laughs> that's nice, and that's a rarity, by the way. Hugging her, yeah. No, oh. <laughs> she's a smart dresser. You don't have to say that very often, right? No, I don't. No, if it looks like crap, and I expected, hey, babe, what do you think about this shirt? Well, it looks like garbage. Okay. Then I'm going to change my shirt. Hey, thanks for telling me so people don't make fun of me when I leave the house. See, and and you know what's funny is my wife has the same thing that she says to me in a different way. I'll go, what do you think of this shirt? And she'll go, you don't look comfortable. And I know that means that doesn't look great on you. But if she said, boy, that doesn't look great on you, would you go, oh. No, I wouldn't care. (laughs) But I know if she would, if I would say to her, like, oh, she go, what do you think of this shirt? And I go, mm, that doesn't look good. She would be upset by that. So, but wouldn't she be happy somebody's honest with her, so she doesn't leave? I the am house? being honest with her when I say it's okay. <laughs> she knows what I mean by that. 
But how not okay? Is it up to the level of, boy, man, this is yikes, or, eh, you know, you get away with it. You see, there's different degrees of it. Okay, we're, we're not going to agree on this. It sound, doesn't sound I don't have to agree. I, I said to you that I understand your method. <laughs> Everything was great and fine until you said I was childish. I'm still holding firm to that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's the way you and say it. Rich, Rich, by the way, and somebody in the chat room says, children are blunt. A child will walk up to a, to a big guy and go, you're fat. Mm, yes, the no filter thing is terrific. Mm. I wish I had more of it. Do you? Or less of it. Okay. <laughs> no, is it more? I don't know. More of a filter. Yeah, more. More yeah, of a less of a filter. Always, more of a less of a filter. Yes, yes. thank you, Scott. Or just a filter. I always, <laughs> wish, I always wish that sometimes, too. And then you realize that, like, the world isn't okay with that sometimes, and it can have its cost. Well, I pick and choose my battles. There's sometimes where yeah. saying nothing is. But with my wife, I have that relationship where I could do that, and thank God for that. You know, another time I've seen a lot of sugarcoating is when people are talking or listening to their boss. You know what I'm saying? Well, because you're talking to an authority figure. Right, and I, I think that, is that not is that on the list at all? As, as far as situations where we sugarcoat how yeah. we really feel? Right. Uh, well, all right. Significant other ha- asks how we look. That's uh, number three. Four was uh, when somebody shows you a photo of their baby. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm super guilty of that. Yeah, there's a baby. That is what, you know, like, that is one of the things that I am so naturally not good at is hiding the face. That, 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 that face leak that happens when somebody's like, oh, my God, it's so cute. And then they turn the phone and you just go, blah. Like, I, I, ugh, I sound like a total I'm, monster I'm okay. right now. I'm good at that. I could sugarcoat that. Me yeah. too. Although and, and I have I, I have told somebody their kid looks like a catcher's mitt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But they all look like catcher's mitts. Yeah. At a certain I don't, age. I don't say, I don't say <laughs> anything, and it, and it works out well. You just got to make a noise, Moon. Just, just, just from now on, when somebody shows you a picture of their baby, just plan on making a noise. That's what I do. Oh, somebody, yeah, somebody, like, goes, oh. yes, somebody goes, here you go. this noise. No, it's not. <laughs> somebody goes, oh, did you know that uh, me and Tiffany had a baby? And I'm like, oh, no. And then they go, they show their picture. I go, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. You're good. But I'm also not one of those guys that for every one of my kids was like, this is the most beautiful baby I've ever seen. See, I would never say that. No, no, no. I'm saying for me. I'm also a guy that was not was not the guy that was like, my kid is the most, I mean, mm. I know it's my kid and all, but isn't this the most beautiful baby? I was not like that. Because babies, a lot of times, are really goofy looking. Yeah, and that's fine. This, mine looks like an Catcher's alien, mix. just like yours yeah, did. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. My mother, when she had uh, my, my brother, used to say, and still says, like, oh, yeah, he was so spidery, and we used to call him E.T. Mm. You they know what's the best weird. compliment you can give to a baby or a baby's parents? Man, what a great shaped head on that kid. Yeah, that's yeah. true, yeah. That's a good one. Nice and round, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Man, your kid's got a great shaped head. <laughs> Try that. Make somebody's day. Huh. Yeah. You haven't dropped him yet. I don't advise the catcher's mitt thing for nah, everybody. It didn't work out, huh? You know what I'm saying, though. I mean, most babies are not, are not cute. And the ones that usually look super cute are ugly adults, so it all evens yeah, out. That's true. You know yeah. Right, Scott? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when there's something wrong with your food at a restaurant, we kind of sugarcoat that. When customer service keeps you on hold for a long time. When your significant other is critical of you in some way. Or when you get a bad cup of coffee. Or when there's a baby around you that won't stop crying. Or when somebody at work asks you to do something unreasonable. We have a tendency to sugarcoat how we really feel. Yeah, that, okay, that's the boss one. You know, you hear about meetings and people disagreeing with meetings and 
that kind of stuff. Like I said, I was talking about my dad and, and his his school. He would always come home and be like, this is stupid. Why are we doing these But projects? he would never say that in front of no, the, sure. the, the boss, you know, a guy who signs the paycheck. All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, my friend is getting married early October. I have 12 confetti cannons that I can share with people to shoot off when the bride and the groom enter. I don't want them to know because it'll be a fun surprise, but a big mess to clean up. And I don't want to mess up their pictures. Should I go through with this? No. no. Oh, maybe not all 12. Maybe just a few How of about them. None? Yeah, Each zero. one of them are a foot long with a twist bottom. So you twist them and boom, this confetti goes You know, everywhere. we had those when uh, the walk. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. After you guys did the walk from uh, Union Station to here. We had those little confetti cannons that we had at the finish line. Yeah. Those are a mess. Yeah, how many? How many's he got? Twelve. Don't do it. Yeah, you don't want to do it because uh, again, you have to you have to take a step back for a second and realize this is not your day. Right. right. It's not your wedding. Yeah. This is not your day. If it's a maybe, maybe you say to him, "Hey, I got these confetti cannons. I think it would look kind of cool if when you guys walked in, we shot them off. You down with that?" And then he'll go, "Nope." And then you go, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. What if are they at a catering hall? It doesn't say. It just says when the bride and groom enter. But I, I, let's, what if the let's catering hall doesn't yes. want that? Right. What if they have a no confetti cannon policy? <laughs> Plus, you know. You know what? I know when we do our New Year's party at uh, Westport Plaza, mm-hmm. they're, they're not too keen on confetti cannons. Yep. Fact. Fact. Yeah, just be cool. Enjoy the open bar. Have some have some muscatoli and be and be cool. Right. Yeah. It's it's not as it's not as bad as the groomsman, you know, asking his, or the best man asking his girlfriend, you know, or proposing to his girlfriend during yeah. his best man speech. But uh, still, don't make uh. this about yourself. It's about the air on the side of caution. Yeah. Because you know just what, everybody at the reception, that's what they'll remember. Yeah. Just just have a good time. Don't worry about it. The evening's been planned out for you already. Right. Right. Yeah. If they wanted confetti cannons, they would have had confetti cannons. Mm-hmm. But can I borrow one? I'm officiating one Saturday. Are you really? Yeah. So if I could borrow that, just right in the middle, of that would be great. Are you officiate? Uh, are you really officiating? Yeah. I yeah, believe uh, Promo Matthew does have a confetti cannon or two left. I think they really bless them. <laughs> Guess I what? I now pronounce you. <laughs> <laughs> Patrigo Entertainment has hired a new employee. He makes his debut on Saturday night. Oh, you? Hey. Oh, Scott. Congratulations. It's a wedding day. He's getting in the wedding business. This is two different weddings he's talking about. He's officiating one, and then he's bolting over with uh, Patrick Entertainment. I haven't decided yet, but I think a clown suit, something nicer (laughs) than that. No, I'll wear a suit. Unhirable. Ah. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. (laughs) Did you you wind up getting the blood out of that clown suit? Did I I sugarcoat that? Yeah, that was nice. Nobody's going to hire you. Welcome back. I have this, uh, and usually, this usually happens after we do like a late night gig. I'm so kind of jacked up when I get home. Yeah, same here. I have such a problem sleeping, and it was one of those sleeps last night where I don't know if I slept maybe an hour, but it was every 15 minutes. I'm not sure if I was up. That's the worst. Guilty. But mine was a different reason. My son's a jerk. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, the baby. And my my baby was thrown up. Sugar coated. Oh, your dog? Yeah, my youngest is the youngest dog was puking everywhere. Yeah, Still I had is, none of those apparently. issues. Just couldn't sleep. I, I walked in. My son was screaming. I walked into the room and I said, "Buddy, what's wrong?" And he goes, "Mickey." And I was like, I hand him his Mickey doll and he threw it. And I go, "I don't know what you want me to do." 
kids are terrible, aren't they? Some good parenting. Good job. <laughs> I just, I, <laughs> kids are the worst. At one point, I looked at him. I put my hands on my head, and I went, what? What? <laughs> All right, let's do some news. I said, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by? Club Fitness. So people in Jefferson County, this is pretty freaky, have been reporting some what they're saying are uh, strange encounters with a guy trying to force women to stop their cars on the highway. That's weird. Like, this is something out of a horror movie. There have been a couple reports of a guy standing in the middle of the road. In one case, this creepster tried to uh, get a mom and her young kids to stop. And most reports have been made in the area of Highway V at Bader Road, southeast of DeSoto. And they say this guy would walk out, wave his hands. And he does this after dark. And he'd lunge out onto the cars at the road or stand in the middle of the highway, kind of waving his arms like a maniac. And he would just walk out in the middle of the road. Just, just, whoop, there he is. Yeah, and he's creeped so many people out, nobody would stop. Wow. And there's no, like, car, like, no, like, you know, pulled over car. Yeah, it's just a guy It's walking. not like a motorist in distress. Wow. Man, oh, man. And police, every time they've been called, haven't been able to track this guy down. But he's described as being about six feet tall, dark hair, wearing a camo shirt, jeans, in his late 20s or early 30s. And police say, hey, if you see him, please call us immediately. Wow. That's terrifying. Imagine driving down a highway like this and pulling, you know, pulling up, you know, pulling up onto this guy in the middle of the night. You you just, you know, the high beams. Mm -hmm. Oh. In the middle of the road, waving his arms it's, like a maniac. It's, it's horror movies. Like you stuff. said, like you said before, especially considering the fact that there's no car, there's no nothing. Yeah. Remember that video that came out uh, a couple months ago? There was a guy in New York that was literally just standing in front of the car. Yeah. You remember that? He was just standing there. He had the baseball cap pulled down real low, and he was just standing in front yeah, of the, the car. Yeah, the guy was filming him. And then, and then when the cop showed up, the guy was just like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Okay. All right. And now you got to post creepy. that. Now that you talked about it, you got to post it. It's a very creepy video. Yeah. Check our uh, socials for that. Uh, A guy is looking at charges for allegedly taking his girlfriend's two-year-old son from a truck that was pulled over on 55 and then taking him into the woods in Peavely. Another creepy story. This was last night around 930. A guy named Curtis Livingston and his girlfriend and her son were in a truck stopped on the side of 55 right there on the shoulder. Curtis and the girlfriend got into an argument. Curtis then ordered the girlfriend out of the driver's seat and get the hell out of the truck. And then he took off. Kid stole in the back. Girlfriend now stranded on the shoulder at 55. Nice guy. <laughs> at some point, Curtis parked the car along the side of the highway, got out with the kid, ran into the woods. He was eventually found on Commercial Boulevard in Peavely, where he was arrested. Been charged with endangering the welfare of a child and resisting arrest. The kid safely with his mom now. Freak accident at the Jack in the Box on South Grand on Wednesday night. This is a horrible story. A 20-year-old guy was at the drive-thru. I guess he pulled up to the window at, at a weird angle. Pulled up to the drive-thru window at a weird angle. And while trying to get his food from the worker, so the worker's hanging through the window trying to hand him the food. He's parked at the weird angle, so he's got to kind of open up his door and lean and lean out of the car to reach since he was too far away from the window. Okay, so he basically, when he made that left from the the order screen, he made a left and then kind of veered right. 
Yeah, so I guess the So new- he was like pointing away the the front of his car was pointing away from the window almost. I'm and like, like if you're looking at a clock, think like two o'clock. It could, it could be that or his nose is pointing towards towards the uh towards the store and the window was far away because he's part he at an angle. Yeah. So now he's leaning, he's leaning through the open door, trying to grab the food from the worker. When he did this, the car was in reverse. And while he reached for the food, he stepped on the accelerator accidentally. And his car went backwards. And since the door was kind of open, he hit a tree. And he got pinned in between the car and the tree. Whoa, whoa. Where is this? It's on South Grand. You know, sometimes there are trees that, you know, uh, in in the drive-thru lane, there could be a tree on the side. Yeah. Creating the lane. I'm not, I, I I don't I don't know where exactly this jack in the box is. Hmm. God, what a tragedy! But the uh, the impact killed him. That sucks. Just a complete accident. They're investigating, but it seems like it's just an accident. Horrible. Uh, some good news, guys in the area. Uh, the uh, Boeing Saab team won the Air Force's nine point two billion dollar TX Advanced Pilot Trainer con- uh, contract. Now, what does that mean? That means more than 1,800 jobs in the St. Louis region. The Boeing plant here will produce between 351 to 475 aircraft and 120 ground-based training systems through the year 2034. And the first plane is expected to arrive at an Air Force base as early as 2022. And this is the third big contract that Boeing has won in the past couple weeks. Back last month, they got an $805 million contract to build four unmanned aerial refueling aircraft for the Navy. And they also won a $2.4 billion replacement program contract where they're going to replace the Air Force's 40 uh, UH-1N twin Huey helicopters with these awesome MH-139 helicopters. And all that stuff is being built here. How do you get that contract? Do you think this is like a a whiteboard uh, thing? Mm -hmm. Uh, A real nice, you know, when they make their presentation... Well, I know this, this contract. Is it, is it a PowerPoint presentation? I'm sure it's, it's a bit a more than that. Dry erase board? I know, like, senators get involved in this stuff. Wow. Like, politicians get involved. Because there was some heavy-duty uh, uh, courting for this thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Would you say $9.2 billion? $9.2 billion, 1,800 jobs. That means for the St. Louis area, which is absolutely terrific. Yeah. So good news, guys. I know a lot of people worked very hard on getting that contract. Yeah. Uh, police in O'Fallon, Illinois, are trying to find the people linked to a recent string of car break-ins that happened overnight last Saturday. And they targeted three subdivisions in the area, Fairwood Hills, Lincoln Farms, and Springfield at Lincoln Farms. And there's home surveillance video showing five people walking across one person's lawn. So they're saying, hey, check your cameras. If you're in that area, maybe you got something. And the police are reminding people, lock your car doors. Make sure your windows are completely closed in your cars. Turn your outside lights on. Anyone with info is asked to call the O'Fallon, Illinois Police Department. Uh, So it became official yesterday. And we talked about this a little yesterday. The EPA announced their final plan to take most, not all, of the radioactive waste from the West Lake Landfill in Bridgeton. So there are thousands of tons of this stuff, the waste, left over from... If you watch that documentary, Atomic Homefront, mm-hmm. it's from the Manhattan Project. Yeah. Like from World War II. Wow. Which was dumped up there in Bridgeton. 
So the EPA says that around 70% of the radioactive waste will be excavated from the landfill and then taken by train to uh, government storage sites in other states. Now, back in February, they had a they had a preliminary plan, but this final one is around $30 million cheaper. It's going to be done about a year sooner than the February version. But what, okay, so they said 30, 70% of the waste is going to be gone. What about the other 30%? The EPA said that the stuff remaining is buried deep enough that it's not going to be a public health risk. And they also said that um, once the waste is gone, crews are going to engineer a cover over the areas they excavated that's going to limit the radon release and protect groundwater. And the plan is also to call for some groundwater uh, monitoring long term. You think that's a 100% solution there? I mean, it's better than what they were doing. Oh, it's yeah. at least seventy percent of the solution. Sure. You know I'm I mean? just saying, if you were affected by this and you went, "Oh, is it really going to be buried deep enough?" You know what I mean? You would, you would, you'd be questioning it. What was that? What was that organization that those uh, those two moms started? It was like mom. Something. Yeah, I know they're it, very happy. Was it? I'm not angry, mom, but so, something. It was the two moms that were featured in that in that documentary. Honestly, it may have been called Two Moms. No, I think it's just moms. Just, just moms. moms. Maybe that's it. Yes. Learn more about just moms. STL atomic. No, I know they were uh, celebrating. <clears throat> this is a big win. The fact that the EPA actually committed to something, which is terrific. Yeah. And uh, finally, locally, police in Eureka asking for help finding the guy they say was uh, the driver in a hit and run accident last weekend, and they put out pictures of this guy up on their Facebook page yesterday. He was a customer at the Quick Trip on 109, just south of 44 in Eureka on Saturday night. He was uh, driving a red car with now has, uh, which now has some front end damage and some damage along the driver's side. I guess he hit a van driven by a grandma with a grandson inside and took off. So they got surveillance video of this guy from inside the Quick Trip. If you know him, if you've seen the car, the Eureka police would love to talk to you. I just don't understand that hit and run stuff. I don't either. Yeah. I don't understand how somebody could do it. Doesn't make it go away. You're gonna get caught. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get caught. There are cameras everywhere. Some people panic. Some people are jerks. Yeah, I think that's it. I got hit. Uh, I was a passenger and got hit in the back. I don't. I mean, slammed, slammed in the back, and this gal took off. Oh yeah. And uh, ended up following her when the driver kind of. Got a you know head back on straight. We ended up following this gal, and she was super hammered and super strung you out. You know what it is? It's either they're hammered or they have no insurance. That's what happens. Yeah, I yeah, think running uh, for a reason. Yeah, you're yeah. running for a reason. I think she actually had no license as oh, well because her man. dad came out and was like, "What happened?" I was like, "This gal just hit me and ran in your house." And you want to pay you cash? Yeah. Um, no, I, we didn't want anything, and uh, we didn't ask for anything. But what? You no. slammed to the back of the car, and the, you didn't well, want anything? funny enough, it was one of those, like, Saturns, and, uh, I mean, this gal rocked us, like, freaked us out and all this, and there was no damage on the car. Uh, are Saturns known for their strong trunks? No, I'm just saying, it, 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 really, it this, no. this car bounced <laughs> off of us. It was not that big a deal, damage-wise, so we just kind of drove off, and, um... I forget, we, we knew an officer up in the area, and this gal had gotten arrested for something similar, a hit-and-run vibe, right. super drunk, and lost her license oh. a few weeks before. And that's why she ran. I remember uh, we were looking for a, uh, 
This is a car years and years and years ago. This had to have been back in 03. We went to a Volkswagen dealership to look for a car. I think it was for a car for my wife. And uh, the main selling point this uh, this guy had was, hey, look how you can hang on the doors. The doors are so strong you can hang on them. When the hell am I going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> I said, when the hell am I going to do this? <laughs> you were going to get that Maxima, but the, you couldn't do that. So. Yeah, door fell right off when you did when the Volkswagen door hang And test. the guy opened up the door, the pass, it was the driver's side door, and just started like bouncing on it. Look what you can do. When is this going to happen? You go, you got no other selling points? This, this, is-, <laughs> this is it. I'm not a stunt man. <laughs> you sit there and you go, hmm, I was going to get this, but I can't hang on this door. I can yeah, hang on the Volkswagen. No, no, no. thanks. Hey guys, you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Hey, Riz. Happy birthday. Why wouldn't I say my name in that? <laughs> Use that one. <laughs> you know, just looking at the calendar for October, man, we are busy. We have a busy October. Yep. We were uh, talking the Rizzuto Show live event yesterday. And uh, I think next week we'll give you some details on the Miss Headline Hoosh competition we're going to have, which is going to be, oh man. Oh, I can't wait. That's going to change lives, I think. I think so, for the better. Yeah. We'll have a live on stage real or fake. Donnie's Week in Rage, match up with Moon. It's going to be a magical evening. That's happening October 26th over at Pops. Uh, unfortunately for you, tickets are sold out. But fortunately for you, maybe, uh, we'll have some tickets to give away at some point. Oh. You can win your way in. We're talking about maybe doing a couple uh, ticket blasts. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, the weekend prior, October 20th, will be our second annual Eat and Treat event at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. And there'll be food trucks. There'll be uh, treats for the kids. And if you want to get in, it's 5 bucks for the adults. Kids 11 and under are free. And that 5 bucks goes to a great charity, Maryville University's Kids Rock Cancer. So you get all the Eat and Treat details at 1057thepoint.com slash eat and treat. Do that as one word, eat and treat. So a busy October, and we got other stuff in between we're doing. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, people are, uh, you know, it's funny. My, my kids are, uh, you know, like, hey, Dad, what are we doing for Halloween? And I'm like, let's get through the racial Live event before I could even start <laughs> thinking about Halloween. What are we doing for Halloween? I don't know. Waiting until about two weeks before Halloween to talk about it. I don't know, but I I just feel like that's, you know, that's the big thing on the calendar. Right. One at a time. Yeah. Let's do one. But but listen, Halloween's, what, five days later. I get it. The kids are excited. And I was driving up uh, Clayton Road the other day, and there's a house in between 109 and I forget what road it is. Right off 109. So it's basically Clayton and 109, right by Lafayette High School. There is a house that does up. That does it up for Halloween every year, mm. like big time. And they've already got their Halloween stuff out. Really? Oh, I see. That's everywhere right now. Oh, is it? Is now yeah. the time? Yeah. We're starting yeah, yeah. to do it? I think the boss's house is, is, you know how they go all out. Like, they change furniture. Oh. What do you mean? They have a couch that, they have a couch and I believe a love seat that they, like, have fake blood splattered all over. And they, like, Whoa. take their furniture and move it and put that furniture out. Like, they go, they go all out. 
Is it him or her? Or both I think of it's her. Them? It's her. So she loves that. She's crafty, yeah. though. Look, let me, yeah, I'll, I'll try sure. and see, find this. Donnie's girl's like that, too. But it's so, not even October. I know. Yeah, Don't care. I mean, we're almost there. Well, I, we're not almost there. Almost there is October. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, look at all that. That's all Halloween but, stuff. But, I mean, you oh know, Oktoberfest this weekend and holy cow. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So the 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 house that you're talking about that does it up in the, in the front are they do they do it for Christmas as well or ah uh, I think October the Halloween is their big thing oh, okay I mean they got the giant spider out on the roof all you know uh, oh, lit up cool. it's it's cool but uh, I guess all right people are starting to put up their decorations and and you know what that means people are uh, confusing them for actual murder scenes <laughs> and calling the cops oh here's, no here's the first one of the season a woman named Becky in, in uh, West Fargo North Dakota put up her First Halloween decoration last weekend. She used fake blood to write the words "Help me" and put a handprint on her window. And you could probably see why that might freak someone out. One, it's still friggin' September, so people aren't in the Halloween mindset yet. Not everybody, at least. And two, there were not any inflatable ghosts or anything to give a clue that the message was part of a Halloween display. Yeah, I would say that that one's a. Uh justified case. And it did freak somebody out, and within hours, uh, one of uh, Becky's neighbors called 911 because they thought somebody inside the house might really need help. That's like screaming help in a pool or fire or something. You know, I mean, writing writing help and that's it? Yeah. Remember last year it was somebody put uh, uh, in in the garage as if a garage closed on them. Yeah, like half half (laughs) half, their body. Half half body. Uh, That's right. And blood all over the garage. And the cops came and cleared things up, but they aren't making Becky get rid of the message. All in good fun, huh, guys? Free speech. I mean, be a good neighbor and don't yeah. be dumb. That's dumb. Well, I'm sure she didn't intend on it, you know. Yeah, but you got to be smart. How about saying, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm okay. Just so you know, it's a decoration. Well, yeah, she probably wasn't thinking. Put a mailer out? Hey, guys, listen, this is not a real giant spider on my roof. <laughs> Those aren't real tombstones in my front yard. I was just going to say, I don't have a for real person in that coffin that I just put in my front yard. You know what? I was reading more on that Six Flags thing they're doing with uh, spend uh, 30 hours in a coffin. You know how many people applied to do that? I do know. I saw the number this 28,000. morning. 28,000. Oh, my goodness. And they said, they said 28,000 from, like, every state. Like, people from Maine and, like— Yeah, Six Flags St. Louis. Maine? Stop it, Jeff. <laughs> From, uh, yeah, people from far and wide want to do this. Wow. So Six Flags St. Louis only. So you spend 30 hours in the coffin, and if you make it, you get 300 bucks. But not everybody's going to get 300 bucks. No. If yeah. you make it the 30 hours. Which everyone will. I saw these coffins. They're pretty comfy. Yeah, come on, man. It looks like a pretty comfy coffin. The brand's Lazy Boy. I mean, come on. <laughs> what do you got there? I got myself a comfy coffin. It's super comfy. And that was the one that we were looking at that's open, right? The, yeah. the yeah. face the, is open? The face is open. Come on. And you get breaks and... And pillows. You know, honestly, if I get away from my family and out of the house for a little while and no just some kidding. sleep, it actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to take 30 small naps. Like, it actually sounds like something I would really enjoy. And they got to whittle that down. 28,000 people to 30 people? I think 30 people, yeah. So. Uh, eating breakfast, uh, lunch, and dinner, apparently that's out. 
What do you mean it's out? Anyone who's cool just eats whatever they want, whatever they want. According to a new survey, three-quarters of Americans don't eat the traditional three meals a day anymore. Today, the average person eats two meals and three snacks every day. Would you say you're part of that? Yeah. Kind of yeah. crowd? I would definitely say I'm that. And the, the meal we're more likely to replace with some snacks is lunch. We're kind of skipping lunch now. See, that's my favorite. Lunch is my favorite. But that's because it's dinner for us. Yeah, because lunch is like the first time I actually like sit down and eat a meal during the day. I love lunch. (laughs) Love it. You guys want to go out somewhere good for lunch today? Anybody down? No. Are you buying? I want to go to bed, man. I'm sorry. I would love. I would love to go to lunch, but I, I, dude, I'm so exhausted. (laughs) I want to go take a nap. Same here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry too. So what are we eating for our snack meals? We got uh, cheese. We got crackers. We got fruit. We got chips. We got nuts. That's what we're doing. So the three meals a day is out. Not saying it's healthy, but it's out. You know, it's been a long time since there was a big uh, cultural shift from uh, the uh, 15% tips at restaurants to 20%. I think we've talked about this before. It's it's 20% for me. Mm-hmm. But we still haven't totally caught up. And according to a new study, the national average for people tipping is now 17.12%. So still not 20. It's still not 20, but uh, it's right right around halfway between 15 and 20. People in Maine give the highest average tips at 19.36%. Yeah, the states that, that tip at least 18% or more, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Connecticut, Vermont, Florida, and Michigan. And on the other end of things, people in Montana give the lowest tips, 15.53%, with the other states uh, tipping 16% or less. Oregon, Wyoming, North Carolina. Missouri is 17.31%, and Illinois is 17.31%. Montana. Montana. Is Montana one of the states that has the higher minimum wage? I don't know. I'm not sure. But as far as money goes, American households have a median bank savings balance of $4,830. And that's according to a report by a uh, by a place called Magnify Money. That means half of Americans have more than that and half have less. So the median bank savings balance is $4,830. Half have more, half have less. The average household savings balance is $16,420. But that just tells you that really rich people have a lot of money in the bank. Hmm. And both numbers are for regular checking and savings accounts. It don't include other assets like retirement savings. So those are the numbers. Wait, what was the second number, the 16000 That's the average. Of, of what? Uh, savings balance. $16,420. But the first number? Median, which means half have more, half have less. Oh, okay, I see. Wow, man. So if the median is $4,830 and the average is 16000 and change. That means really rich people have a lot of money yeah. in savings. Whew. So just to kind of see how you guys stack up, those are the uh, those are the numbers. And that's your news brought to you by Travers RV and Automotive Group. The Rizzuto Show Sports. And here's Tony Patrico. 
with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season is going to be bigger, better, and faster. Cardinals are back in action this afternoon with a very important series against the Cubs. Cards send their former ace, Adam Wainwright, to the mound. Here is what's going down in the wild card race. Brewers are four games up right now. Right behind them, the L.A. Dodgers. Cardinals are in third, back a game behind the Dodgers. So, basically, we need the Dodgers to lose and the Cardinals need to win, and it's all gravy, but we'll have to see. All right, so are the Cardinals in control of their own destiny? They, so have, they, they have to win. They have to win. Yeah, no, I think I mean, the Dodgers got to lose yeah. one. The Dodgers have to lose one for us to have a chance. Okay. Like, if the Cardinals sweep and the Dodgers sweep, it's over. Okay. Damn, Dodgers. Yeah, we got to win one more than and the, the Dodgers, Dodgers are this playing weekend. the Rockies. Okay. I don't know who the Dodgers I hope are playing. So. Jeff, you I, believe they're I hope so, because they're on fire. And they're in L.A. or in Colorado? I couldn't tell you. I think they're actually in Jersey. No, the, I, I, I could tell correct. you that's not correct. Oh, no? That I know for a fact. That is Man. not correct, yes. Uh, first pitch this afternoon scheduled for 120. Uh, Blues have their final home preseason game tonight. Dallas Stars are in town. Puck drops from the Enterprise Center at 7 p.m. Uh, so Wainwright starts tonight. Correct. I believe. To this afternoon. Oh, this afternoon. All right, so what, what time this afternoon? 120. 120. And then you know what time the games are on the weekend? It's all, it's all afternoon all games. Afternoon stuff. I believe tomorrow's game might be noon and Sunday's 2.40, I think. Mm. A little day baseball? They're all day baseball. Oh, a little day baseball today, Just guys. Baseball. The Dodgers start a three-game series this weekend tonight with San Francisco. Oh, yeah, so see, we want, you're right, the Rockies. Let's go Giants. Okay, so we want the... We need the Giants just to sweep them, and we need to sweep, and then it's over. And then, then we're fine. Okay. We'll right. see. Uh, baseball has an unwritten kind of eye-for-an-eye rule. Basically, you know, if you throw at one of my guys and I'm a pitcher, I'm going to throw at you, okay? That's just kind of how it is. Well, a lot of pitchers stand by that even if it costs them a whole bunch of money. And what I'm talking about is CC Sabathia because he's willing to do it and give up a bunch of change. So one of the guys from the Rays threw at a guy from the Yankees, and then it came back and CC retaliated and, then again, somebody else retaliated and actually threw at this guy's head, which was pretty crazy. So CC came back up and he threw another pitch and it again hit another batter and he was tossed from the game. Now, why is this a huge thing? Because he was ejected just two innings away from a contract bonus that would have given him half a million dollars. Yeah. Unbelievable, right? Wow. Yeah. So he threw. I wonder if he realized that. Oh, I think he did. D- d- do you? I mean, maybe he got caught up in the moment. You th- I know, because did you see him walking off the field, pointing at the dugout, going, that's for you, bitch? Yeah. Yeah. I would think his his agent would make sh- would make sure he's aware of I mean, that's half a million dollars. Innings. It's not like it's a $10,000 bonus. It's very CC Sabathia is a very rich man. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, he's right. okay with money, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. I would think, uh, yeah. Maybe. I, but I don't know. I mean. I don't know either. He did invest in the Zune years ago, so I don't know. <laughs> he may be hurting. Maybe hurting. <laughs> but do you, uh, but as as the the ownership of the team, since he had his had his teammates back and got kicked out, do you give him the half a mil? I don't know. No, you don't. No. Hmm. No. Right. It's not like the Yankees can't afford it either. But. Right. But like you said, he, he, he said need it either, yeah. he said I don't really make decisions based on money. I just felt like it was the right thing to do. So he so he was pointing at what dugout? The, pointing the, at the opposing the uh, guy the, the guy that said that's for you, bitch. Oh, okay, to the other pitcher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pitcher, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant no, no, no. He had, his dugout. It's a, it's a, the official like the MLB story said. CC Sabathia exited the field with some choice words for his counterpart. Oh, you, you can know? clearly read his his uh, 
his, yeah. his mouth. Yeah, like it's that's humid down call here. Call them a witch, yeah. right? Is that what that's for you, witch. Yep. Uh, the L.A. Rams beat the Minnesota Vikings last night, 38-31. Uh, Jared Goff led the way with two career highs, 465 yards and five touchdowns. So, wow. anybody have the Rams? Or everybody have the Rams everybody yesterday? Everybody have the Rams. I'm yep. give myself a little check mark me on too. my Riz Picks sheet. Did, did a little yellow highlighting. And we'll have uh, Anthony Stalter in here in a little while from our uh, our sister station, ESPN Radio, right down the hallway. Did he have the Vikings? Host of the turn on... Uh, on ESPN Radio, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock? Uh, I don't know. I don't we'll know find either. out when he's here about around, uh, around 8.30. Uh, so this is this is kind of funny. Uh, Hartford received some more bad news yesterday. I mean, if you think about it, the Hartford Whalers, their team pretty much was just ripped from them, kind of like the Cleveland Browns when they moved to Baltimore, just ripped right out from under them. The next thing you know, they're in Carolina and they're the Hurricanes. Well, the team did win a Stanley Cup in 2006, and they have been one of those teams that has very rarely said, like, hey, we used to be the Hartford Whalers. The past couple of years, they've gotten a little bit better, but now – for one game this year, they're rocking the Whalers jersey. Oh, it's wow. so awesome. That's pretty cool. That's one of yeah. my favorite rocking jerseys the whale tail? of yeah. all time. I'm rocking the whale tail. It's it's so it's so cool, and they're going to do that for one game. So we'll see what uh, That's if neat. if it's if it goes over well. Let's see if they do it. You can't again. erase history, Jeff. That's Three right. of the best oh, jerseys do I know? in the in the history of that league don't exist. The Whalers one, the uh, North Stars jersey, and the best one of all time is that old school Nordiques jersey. That's a good jersey. The Quebec. Yeah, dude, those are the coolest logos, coolest color schemes, all of it, and don't exist anymore. So. The Nordiques had the hockey stick on it. Yeah, it was like it was, like, it was like the, the weird yeah. fat end with yeah. the stick. Yeah, oh, that California cool. Golden Seals was pretty cool too. It was a bit busy, but it was pretty jersey. cool. Uh, starting in 2019, HBO will no longer be in the boxing business. What is Jim Lampley going to do? Well, hold on, hold on. That's funny that you say that. That'll mean fights in the future will be up for grabs by a bunch of different competing services. Now, ex, uh, the executive vice president met with the production, the boxing production staff, and basically told them this is it. The only person that will be retained is play-by-play man Jim Lamp. Oh, what about the fight doctor, Ferdy Pacheco? <laughs> <laughs> he may have passed away. Maybe. Uh, HBO's final televised fight will be on October 27th, where Daniel Jacobs will take on, and here we go, <clears throat> Sergey. Duravenyanchichenkovo. Got it. That's perfect. It's <laughs> probably not even Sergey. Sergey. He probably says it wrong. Right. You got it right. Uh, the Bank of America 500 takes place on Sunday from Charlotte Motor Speedway. The race gets started around 1 p.m. But uh, before you uh, check out the race, uh, you might want to look for somebody. His name is uh, Jordan Anderson, and uh, he's being sought for possession of a stolen vehicle. Oh, no. Cops are looking for him because he says he purchased the truck despite having reason to believe that it was stolen earlier this month. The guy he bought it from, Robert Newling. Why does that name sound familiar? Because a few years back, he had a warrant out for his arrest concerning a stolen race car. Are these uh, drivers? These are truck drivers. So uh, they're looking for this what guy. Say? Drive it like you stole it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's exactly what they're looking for. Yeah. Is him stealing it? Hey, f- r- real quick, the Whalers thing. Did you see some of the backlash on that? There's a lot of backlash Why? because they're saying that. Uh, I mean, here, here's here's one of the headlines: Carolina Hurricanes continue to dance on Hartford's broken corpse. Yeah, well, that's what. They're, oh, they're, they're saying they're, they're rubbing it in their faces. Well, yeah. they're, they're oh, saying that they're. 
I mean, there's a lot of articles backlash saying like uh, this is just the Hurricanes trying to salvage crappy ticket sales. No, and, yeah, that's and, no, that's why they've been bringing stuff back. Is ticket sales have been absolutely terrible. They haven't won a Stanley Cup in this decade. Teams and, use gimmicks to get people on the seats. Yeah, right, but, but you I'm, gotta be kidding. But me. I'm saying that there's all these articles are saying that it's super insulting to Whalers fans at Hartford in general and the that's hockey I said, community. I started off that story with Hartford got some bad news yeah, yesterday. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, Hartford. That's ridiculous. What Hartford's got nothing going for it. Finally here, the uh, Ryder Cup happening over in France. It's the U.S. versus the world. And uh, I think there's an update since then, but the U.S. was up against the world. So uh, Dustin Johnson, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Tiger Woods, Patrick Reed. Those are just a a couple of guys on Team U.S. Uh, The Ryder Cup happens all weekend, and it's in France, so everything is stupid early. So remember that. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show headline whoosh. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of My Mutual Mortgage, NMLS at number 12901. Boy, we've been in Florida a lot this week, guys. Yeah, we're sunburned. And we remain... Fort Pierce, Florida, today for this headline, Hooge. And this guy used an old-school bullying tactic with his girlfriend, and it did not go over well. A 47-year-old idiot named Joseph Serechi was lying on the living room floor drunk when his girlfriend got home from work earlier this month. Then he started uh, arguing with her and being, quote, rude. So she decided to go hang at a uh, friend's house. But he tagged along and kept drinking while they were there. And then while she was driving back home, he reached over and gave her a wet willy. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing worse. Oh, so gross, huh? There's nothing worse. Punch me in the face right. before you do that. And now he's facing battery charges for it. When, uh, when they got to the house, he kept uh, being belligerent, also threw some stuff. So she called the cops. I don't know if they're still dating or if she dumped him, but he went full wet willy. Great. Ugh. Can you, me, I'm just saying, what Willie? Can you can you feel it? When was last time? When was the last time somebody willied you? Oh, I don't That's know. grounds a for a neck punch. It really is. Yeah, I didn't talk to my dad for two years. The last time he did it to me. Mm. That was one of his weapons of choice when I was a kid. What Willie? Huh? <laughs> the worst. But in the St. Louis and of a certain age, he's gonna hear that and shiver thinking of a wet Willie, and then be like, "Man, I sure do miss miss wet Willie." Wet Willie's the slide. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> There you go from Fort Pierce, Florida. Joseph Serechi and Wet Willie. Today's headline Hooge. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Rose McGowan has uh, issued that apology that Aja Argento wanted after uh, after she publicly demanded that apology, or remember she said, hey, I'm going to pursue legal action. Mm-hmm. Well, Rose issued a very lengthy statement pertaining to uh, Aja and her uh, sexual misconduct scandal regarding that uh, former child star when so he was I guess underage. The, uh, the threat to sue uh, worked. Yeah, it says, that, uh, quote, in my statement, I, cha- I challenged why Aja had not acted as I think any responsible adult would if they received sexually explicit messages from a 12-year-old, which, of course, did not apply in the same way as when the situation involves a 17-year-old uh-huh. who had admitted harboring misguided fantasies about their mentor. Uh-huh. I deeply regret not correcting my mistake sooner and apologize to Asha for not doing so. Please don't sue me. P.S. Please don't sue me. Right. <laughs> and then she, re- she responded on Twitter, 
quote, although I am grateful to Rose McGowan for her full apology following her groundless allegations about me, if she had issued it earlier, I may have kept my job on The X Factor and avoided the constant accusations uh, which I have been subjected to in real life and online. And then she ended it with, now go on, live your life, and stop hurting other people. Will you, Rose? Ooh, damn. Best wishes. Wow. Yeah, she, all she didn't say was Savage. En- endeavors. Mm-hmm. Best wishes on your future endeavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that Monique Green, if you know that name, that's the lady who accused Nelly of sexual assault. She stopped cooperating with the cops shortly after filing, so the police just dropped everything against him. But she still sued him. And oh, Nelly sued back for defamation. It's all over because she dropped her lawsuit without prejudice, which means she cannot refile at a later date. I wonder if she got a little settlement. It's funny you say that. He said, she said, Nellie's lawyer, Scott Rosenblum, says both parties have mutually agreed to drop the lawsuits. Uh, now, uh, no settlement and no money changed hands. Okay. Well, that's that. No, it's not. Her lawyer says that statement's false. Well, then that's not that, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I think uh, something happened and everybody's going to be quiet. Her name about was it. Uh, Mo Green. Monique, Monique Green, yes. If you're a uh, Godfather fan, you know, they shot Mo Green in the eye while he was getting a massage. Look that up. Ben Stein. Who likes Ben Stein? Ben sure. Lynn Ben sure. Stein's He's, money, uh, all of that, uh, the Visine commercials, and the He's Bueller. an economist. Yeah. How old do you think that guy is? Ooh. 75. Again, he's a guy that that was old in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Ben Stein is 72. Yeah. He is 73. He was one of those guys that was old to us Bueller. in the 80s, but that was like 40. He's a legit economist, I believe. Worked uh, for one of the presidential administrations. Yeah, he's he's worth, I think it's a $20 million, $20 million really? something like Damn. that. I think that's what wow. it said. 75 is my guess. 73, Tony was correct. Woo! Well done. Said 72. Well, well, well done. Well, see, that was wrong, though. <laughs> if yes, I'd asked you about a year ago, you would have been right. So he has no. Oh, group. this year? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has been twelve, but it's been a while. So he says he has no clue who the woman is, but a woman claims uh, sexually he sexually assaulted her almost forty years ago, and she's forty-four. So she was four. She goes on to say she was about six. Her name is uh, Morgan McGovern, and again, she that, says the she's... The math doesn't work there. Right. But. She says she was about six and a child actor. He sexually assaulted her and uh, filed for temporary rest- restraining order in L.A., uh, the county court there. She's not specific on the description of who, what, when, or where, but everybody seems to... Or she seems to believe it was Ben Stein, along with other women, sexually assaulted her as a child, and then they, had, they conducted some sort of campaign of harassment for her years later. Now, for the record... Is she a child actor? Extra role on an episode of Criminal Minds in 08 was about it. She says she was a child actress. Also, for the record, along with seeking a restraining order, she has also contacted the LAPD and Department of Justice in the past uh, about her about her allegations always appear to be super erratic and full of holes, kind of like this one sounds. Appears nothing came of those accusations either. In fact, her restraining order that she asked for against Ben Stein was denied by the judge. Mm. And Ben Stein, in great Ben Stein fashion, says uh, the only Morgan he knows is Morgan Fairchild. Another very yeah. old actor. And then actress. he goes, with clear eyes. <laughs> Looks like uh, Owen Wilson is about to have his third child, ladies and gentlemen. Owen Wilson? 
The Owen Wilson. The Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. 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 Keep going. Wow. Third child. And you know what else he has three of? Baby mamas. Wow. Wow. Back in June reports that he and Owen... He took a test and he says, wow. yes, he is the dad. Wow. 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 The uh, fetus in question nice is a girl. By the way, moms do any day now. Whether those results are legit or not, mom's already sure of it. She says on Instagram that uh, that uh, it is his, and everybody's already already saying congratulations. And uh, somebody actually said, "I hope uh, the baby has your nose and not Owen Wilson's nose." Oh, which is kind of that's kind of <laughs> douchey <laughs> to say that. Did he break his nose? Is that why Owen Wilson's nose is like that, or is it that information that was not offered in this article? His, uh, natural nose, because Luke Wilson doesn't have that kind of nose. Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, if you saw Luke Wilson and Owen Wilson, would you say these are brothers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you think so? Yes. I think so. Yes. At least brothers. Yes. Hmm. Have you seen a picture of them next to each other? I don't think so. They were in uh, the Royal Tenenbaums together. Dude, you know what's absurd? I just put in Luke Wilson nose, and only Owen Wilson's nose comes up. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe he doesn't have a nose. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you look can at, look at them. You can see. You can see his. There's nose this family similar. resemblance, and their cadence too. Their cadence. Like, Here you, you go. Know, this, this, outside this of just looks, they, sure. they sound a lot alike. That one for sure. Oh, there's, there's a third brother. I don't know. Is that a brother? I mean, he kind of looks like him. Or is that? Uh, no, I think that that's a third like brother. Somebody. Or is that Sean William Scott? That's Carl <laughs> yeah. Wilson. There's Luke Carl and there's Wilson. Owen and Carl. <laughs> oh no, that's Andrew. It looks like Joe from uh, Joe's Andy apartment. Wilson. Andy Wilson. Andy Wilson. It yeah, says Andrew, Luke, and Owen Wilson. Luke and Owen Wilson. Luke is the one that stayed inside to do math, and Owen's like, I'm going to go surfing with my friends. And what about Andy? Who's Andy? What about Andy? Andy's the other brother. I don't really know what he was up to. <laughs> A- Andy's, the one that's like, Andy's the one that's like, guys, if you really want to live to 100, you just have to eat dirt. <laughs> Not shave. So Andy's the free spirit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he roams. He's a roamer. There's a little controversy over the upcoming movie Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Grindelwald, as you probably know, these are prequels to the Harry Potter franchise, which is why I don't know how to pronounce the names. And this new one includes an appearance by Lord Voldemort's uh, snake, Nagini. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, except uh, she's not a uh, she's not a snake yet. She's a woman, and she's played by an Asian actress. And some people think that's racist. Macaulay Culkin doesn't agree, but it's possible that he's saying that just because he wants a gig. He actually hit up J.K. Rowling on Twitter saying, uh, "I'm with you." Talking about that controversy. Also, can you write me into the next movie? I'm Macaulay Culkin. From Home Alone. <laughs> it's Macaulay. <laughs> I just love that. I love that. How cool would that be? Uh, when it comes to music here, Fleetwood Mac, who's a fan? Anybody? Oh, yeah. Anybody right over there. Yeah. Uh, celebrating their 50th anniversary with a 50-song box set spanning its entire career. I'd be down with that. Wow. Guitar World reports that 50 years Don't Stop will include songs from the band's earliest days when they were a lot more blues-oriented. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you dig that or oh, not. Yeah. As well as tunes from their commercial peak in the 70s. So, all the old stuff, all the new stuff, or newer stuff as well. So, nice. that would be a cool birthday present or something. The, like the that. new stuff, the 1977 oh. release. Look at that. Happy birthday again. Oh, what is this? Oh, is this my Tom Petty box that you guys got me? It's either that or a hockey stick. 
It's, if it's a hockey stick, it's a, it's you're not going to oh, be open, able to use yeah. it. For my birthday, I, I you guys started. The, I started the opening for you. This. That's pretty sweet. Look at this. Hang on. Hang on. We're not. You could open it more, Jeff. I'm sorry. I I'm thought s- you had the strength of ten men like I'm me. Struggling. <laughs> you want to do the the movies and I open it yes, for you? Yes, you open okay. this for me. Sorry, guys. Uh, in theaters this weekend, you have uh, a movie called Night School. Kevin Hart. And who's in that with him? Tiffany Haddish. Uh-huh. They and go to night school. Rob Riggle or whatever his name is. <laughs> they go, they to, go to night school. Is it at night? It's at night. Rob uh, Riggle. Is that the uh, in the face? Yeah. That guy? Critics, 24%. Audience, 67%. There's a, a, a kiddo movie called Smallfoot. It's the animated adventure uh, for all ages. It's about Bigfoot. Uh, critics, 75%. Audience, 89%. And then the scary movie is Hellfest. Audience, 79%. Critics, no score. That's always a good sign. Well, they usually don't review those scary movies. Uh, Krabby Birthdays, all say, celebs. Get out of the box, Jeff. What do you mean kind of a thing? Look at that. Wow. You got... Wow. Look at this. Tom Petty, an American treasure. So this is like uh, all his stuff in here. Wow. Unreleased things. A live record. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. That cost us six. So yeah. I appreciate you, uh, it. Yeah. Thank you. Hold it up to the camera show everybody, man. It's pretty cool. Look, what, the guy, look what the fellows got me. Hey, <laughs> It'll be a year since he died on uh, October 1st. Holy cow, really, already? Bummer. Yeah. Bummer. It is, man. I was sad when Tom Petty died. Me too. Uh, today's crappy birthday is also love celebrating birthday this weekend. Hillary Duff, 31. Bam Margera, 39. Uh, out with a torn ACL, the quarterback for the 49ers. Janine Garofalo is 54. Nope. Halsey is 24. Les Claypool is 55. Uh, Oh, he died October 2nd. Sorry. T-Pain, 33. Uh, Lacey Chabert. You know who that is? Party of Five. Yeah. Yeah, she's hot. I like her. And she was in what movie? uh, She was in the uh, Rob Zombie Halloween. She was like the really hot chick. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. 36. Uh, Also, Eric Stoltz is 50. And today's Burton birthday of the day. Rockabye baby on the treetop. Your mother's a whore and I ain't your pop. (laughs) Who's that? Andrew Dice Clay. Yep, he's 61 years old. (laughs) That's like the cleanest one that I can read. Uh, Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's where fun and fantasy meet, is Chelsea Ray. Today's birthday girl, she's been passed around like a joint at a Willie Nelson tour bus in 301 fine films, including Slut Powers, Activate. You Bet Your Ass, Volume 3, Dirt Pipe Milkshakes, The Gauntlet, Spring Chickens, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Anal Full Nelson, Volume 6. Chelsea, 34 years old, that's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrity.
And it went from the perfect plan to an Uber. An ultra, dare I say it, mega Moon didn't take it seriously. Moon? What are you talking about? Especially in front of other people. Oh, Anthony Stalter's here, guys. Hey! hey. hey man. Our good buddy from uh, The Turnover on ESPN Radio, hey. right up the hallway. Hey, what's up, guys? Did you guys have the Vikings last night? No. 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 We all have the Rams. Sorry. <laughs> you just stop in to check that, right? That's it. I'll see you. <laughs> well, welcome. Uh, welcome to your Friday Fail Stories. It's your first time here during this segment. Yeah. What an honor, huh? I'm a virgin in this. Yeah. Ooh. In this. In yes, this, in yes. This. In this. Uh, sponsored by? Uh, Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. So we shall begin our Friday Fail Stories. And guys, stealing things is tiring. We all know that. Yes. Always before a crime spree, you should nap. We always <laughs> say that. A 25-year-old guy in Atlanta broke into a bunch of cars on Tuesday, and he was caught after a deputy found him sleeping in a parked car in the neighborhood where he was breaking into cars. <laughs> 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 he had cash and gift cards on him. You know, stuff that belonged to other people. Been charged with uh, burglary. Uh, this uh, certainly didn't go as planned. Last week, a guy in San Antonio had the bright idea to throw an axe at a moving train. What could go wrong? You know, axe throwing is popular. It is. That's the thing now. Yeah, it was there last night. They had that last night at Big St. Charles. Sure did, but we weren't throwing them at moving trains. No, no. That's the difference. You know, that that's the thing now, that these axe-throwing clubs. I know there's a big one in Valley Park. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a couple around St. Louis. Where you go to a facility and throw axes. This at, is a sport, uh, at targets. is what you're saying. Yeah. It's like darts, but with, but with an axe. Axes. Mm-hmm. I think they got the idea from downtown where it's not a sport, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> but they instead of axes, they use bullets. Right. <laughs> So this was around uh, 12.30 in the morning, and the conductor of the train heard something, like, along the side of the train and stopped, thinking that he actually hit something or, or someone. And the police uh, wound up finding our axe thrower laid out on the ground. You see, when he threw the axe, it bounced off, bounced off the train, hit him right in the head, knocked him out. And he was uh, taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Failed. That's sweet justice, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, like, who, who, even if you have an axe in your hand and you happen <laughs> to be walking by some train tracks, who goes, here, this train comes, I'm tossing this. It's a self-control <laughs> issue. It's a self-control thing. Yeah. I've been practicing down at the local dart range there, and now I want to throw it at this they call train. It the, at the local axery. Yeah. Just walking along. Oh, look what the world gave me, a target. Uh, y- you know uh, how when you're a teenager, you get caught with a bag of weed? One of the most common excuses. Hey, it's uh, oregano for my pizza. <laughs> that I'm not making because I'm in the park in the afternoon and uh, not in school. <laughs> <laughs> and this almost seems like uh, the universe uh, getting its revenge. A group of teenagers broke into a pot dispensary in Colorado Springs, Colorado, around uh, 1 in the morning. This was on Wednesday. And they drove a stolen van right through the front door, grabbed a bunch of weed out of the displays, and ran off. But here's the thing they didn't know. Uh, the weed store doesn't put the real stuff in the display, so the teenagers just stole a bunch of oregano. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Failed. Incredible. So they were right then. <laughs> when the police came. Yeah, yeah it's just That's oregano. not yeah. yeah. They all had a good laugh and made some spaghetti. <laughs> they made some spaghetti out of it. It's great. If there's ever a, uh, a rock bottom moment where you need to reassess all of your life choices, 
this right here could be it for this guy. There's a 29-year-old guy named Robert Mitchell. He's from Nashville. He was pulled over on Monday for speeding. And the cop said, hey, get out of the car. He wouldn't do it. And they eventually figured out why. You see, Robert had five counterfeit $100 bills jammed between his butt cheeks. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) He also had a little marijuana and Viagra on him. Where were those? It's a hell of a combo. But he was arrested on several charges. So when you got counterfeit, keystring counterfeit bills, that's that's a rock bottom moment for most people, huh? Yeah. Yes. Sure was. Uh, A woman from Toronto got a call from her son the other day asking why she didn't tell him they were getting some some work done on their house. The woman's like, we're we're not getting any work done on the house. As it turns out, uh, a roofing company had mixed up their uh, customer addresses and went to the wrong house. Oh, no. Mm. And the house they were supposed to be at uh, was three houses down. And the roofing company actually removed the woman's whole roof. Oh, boy. (laughs) Shingles gone, everything. Right down to the friggin' plywood. <laughs> oh, man. Fail. Didn't this exact thing just happen in St. Louis? Uh, uh, that was John Patrico, John Patrico took the yeah. wrong mailbox down. <laughs> <laughs> that, that did happen. Thanks for bringing that back up. <laughs> That's so good. Just That's a not, couple numbers off. That's not an awful thing, though. I mean, you get a new roof out of the deal. Well, day. here's the thing. They could have uh, put it back up there. There was a storm a-brewing. Oh, no. Uh, the woman called the police, uh, the roofing company, and her insurance company, and a representative from the roofing company admitted their mistake and told her, yeah, we'll give you a good deal on a new roof. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Moon is correct. <laughs> July 2017, group of roofers went to Lauren McManus's house, <clears throat> took off half of her shingles, realized halfway through that they were at the wrong house, and just took off. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And they bolted. Yeah, that's right. Wow. They just took off. Not like, oh, my God, we were supposed to do that house two doors down. Let's go over there. They literally got all their stuff and went, this is the wrong house. We need to get the hell out of here. And they left. (laughs) How do you guys feel about Arkansas? Some work to do down there. So A neighbor called her and said, hey, the tarp your roofers put up yesterday is starting to blow up and back. And she replied back via text saying, what roofers? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Holy cow. Yeah, well, this roofing company is like, yeah, we'll give you a good deal on a new roof. Good deal. Yeah, the good deal would be zero. Zero dollars and zero cents. In the meantime, the woman had to hire another company to put an emergency wrap on the house because, like, a wind and rainstorm was coming. And those always stay on during the wind and rain. Good God. Uh, Cops in Peoria, Illinois, got a call from uh, the uh, local Walmart last Thursday about a 30-year-old woman who was busted shoplifting a Bible. When the cops got there... She told him why she'd stolen the Bible. The police report says she claimed, quote, she was trying to be more Christian. Okay. (laughs) Failed. I did not know that I was not supposed to do this because I do not have the book that tells me I should not steal from my neighbor. Well, she also shoplifted a shirt, leggings, pencils, bookmarks, and a quarter oil. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Christian dressed in fresh oil in my car. Not a bad strategy, though. I mean, if you steal a bunch of stuff and then you make sure you throw the Bible in ah, there. Yeah. So you're book. trying to do something right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, cancel it out, though. It doesn't? No. no. Okay. Write that no. down. Write that it down. does not cancel that out. Cancel. Uh, it's amazing how arrogant some people get when they drink. Like, if a sober person tries to help you out, maybe listen to them. So a woman named uh, Melissa, she recently uh, stopped in at a convenience store in uh, Pennsylvania. 
and it seemed like she'd been drinking. So someone else who was there tried to stop her from driving home drunk. But she wasn't having it and insisted she was fine to drive. And they still wouldn't let her leave, though. So she did, this is Melissa now, she did the only thing that was logical in her head and flagged down a cop to help her out. <laughs> and the cop gave her a breathalyzer test, which she failed. <laughs> and said she just wrote it to the We got a DUI. Yikes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Classic. The, the not... The not funny thing about it is uh, she's also facing child endangerment charges because her kids were in the car with her. But uh, did she have a Bible on her? <laughs> Didn't say. Okay. She was sitting on a Bible so she could see. Well, she was sure. <laughs> yeah. Did not say. Uh, there aren't many situations where you could wind up uh, in uh, that are worse than being in jail. This guy found one of them. So a guy named John Wilson and a friend stole several hundred dollars worth of alcohol from a grocery store in Wisconsin last week. And the cops started chasing him, and, and John got out and ran. And he actually got away until about an hour later when he surrendered. Now, why did he give himself up? Because there were so many mosquitoes swarming the area that he couldn't take it anymore. Holy cow. <laughs> and he wasn't kidding. When the cops cuffed him, about 20 mosquitoes swarmed onto his forehead, oh, and he asked the cops to wipe him away. So he was charged with fleeing, theft, and obstructing an officer, which is a big-time fail. Failed. And here's the uh, store manager talking about it. He took three bottles of Jägermeister. There he is taking the Patron. And he continued straight. Jägermeister and Patron. Mm. Party. Is cold. Mm-hmm. Doing about 50 miles an hour in a 30 zone. He put his hands up in the air and said he gave up. As soon as the sheriff's deputy arrived, that's the first thing I asked for was if he could give me some spray because it was crazy. When we handcuffed him, he asked us to wipe his forehead off because he had about 15 or 20 mosquitoes on his forehead. Uh, he'd get malaria that way or the West Nile yeah. or the Zika. Put me in jail. Mm-hmm. Anytime you, uh, you see a cop in panic, your chances of doing something dumb skyrocket. It's just math. A guy in China was driving down the highway last Thursday when he saw a DUI checkpoint up ahead. And he was worried he'd fail a breathalyzer test. So he bailed. And he parked his van on the side of the road, left it there, and tried to get away by jumping over an overpass. Or jumping off an overpass. And he ended up breaking his leg. And the cops got him to the hospital. But the dumbest part is, he wasn't even drunk. (laughs) (laughs) He said he'd he'd been drinking the night before. And he was worried there might be still some alcohol in the system. But when they tested him at the hospital, he was completely sober. <laughs> Failed. Completely stupid. Now, to be fair, in China, they have some pretty strict DUI laws. And a uh, blood alcohol level of uh, 0.02% could get your license Ooh. revoked and your family killed. But uh, the test showed he had no alcohol in the system. Wow. I made up the get your family killed part of Okay. Yeah, they don't really well, do thank, that. Well, no thank idea. you. I, for sure. Anymore. But you have brought the greatest shame on oh, boy, here oh, we yes. go with this again. <laughs> That's four for the week. Yeah. Uh, people are making fun of these guys, but it turns out, uh, but if it turns out they've got a big-time buyer who's missing a leg, then they're going to they're gonna kill. Uh, a shoe store in Virginia, a place called Clean Souls. How clever. That's good stuff. <laughs> It's not a missed opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Clean souls. So they had two separate break-ins this summer, one last month and then one in July. 
and a bunch of shoes were stolen. Uh, all of them right-footed. <laughs> <laughs> they just go in and clean out the displays? Yeah. That's funny. They just took a bunch of right, right-foot right display shoes, and, and they never went back to the back where the sets were. <laughs> and, and all the owner says they ran off with 13 right-footed shoes. That's it. What? Idiots. <laughs> And they caught two people uh, were involved in the first break-in in July. One was a 17-year-old kid, now facing charges. And uh, there's another fine. They put the security footage online, but they'll, they'll get him. Idiot. Failed. Yo. I got those new Jordans. I got those new Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> you want to buy one? And, uh, and finally, uh, this one seems uh, a little too good to be true, but I guess there's, there's no reason not to believe it. So earlier this month, a guy in Mexico City hired a mariachi band uh, to come to his house and surprise his girlfriend by playing a song underneath their balcony. And he was planning on proposing to the girlfriend at the end of the song. Very romantic. But when the woman came out to see the band, it turned out the lead singer was her husband. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Apparently she was married, but she hadn't told her new boyfriend. And her husband didn't realize she was cheating on him. Oh, my gosh. So he and the boyfriend got into a fist fight. And then other members of the mariachi band got into it. <laughs> <laughs> Always kills a party when a mariachi band fights. You Unfortunately, know? there's no video, but that is a marriage proposal fail. Yeah. What are wow. the odds? Failed. <laughs> That's how it started, and then it just stopped. Maria! 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 Is that you? Jose? Maria? And those are your Friday fest. <laughs> Anthony Stalter's <Wow>. here. <laughs> I thought you were going to keep going. Anthony you are Stalter just full just of, got up and left. You're just full of different cultures. <laughs> Not today. ¿Qué pasa? ¿Qué pasa? Anthony Stalter's here from The Turn over on ESPN Radio. Listen to him uh, daily uh, from 1 to 3 o'clock. He's involved in our Pick'em Challenge, the mm-hmm. original Pick'em Challenge. And uh, what place is he in? Uh, yeah. He's in a good place. I think he's. Uh, I'm. I'm doing worse than you. I leapfrogged. I uh... See, you guys started talking about this on Tuesday, and yes, I was part of the the two that could have been shot. Yes. Okay, I'm not overlooking uh-huh. that. Mm-hmm. But because I had the Steelers, I believe I leapfrogged some people. Yeah. Well, now you're ahead of Patrico as far as the overall standings go. Well, there you, you go. You're you're, you're an 850th. Mm-hmm. Good. Nice pay, job. Pay man. no mind Thank to you. the. Uh, and I'm in 1,321st. I mean, there are thousands of people in this in this pick'em challenge league. Okay. So and Riz is, Riz is what, what number? How, what, what place am I? Third. Third. Third? Yeah. Third. Hey, how about the guy that picks uh, from which mascot would be to the other mascot? 189th. Ooh, 189th. That's pretty good. I've got so many questions for you. Yeah, Go ahead. This is real strategy. Can we do like, it when I'm not around? How about this? Let's start with this one. Why? Not, <laughs> not, not, not pick-up challenge. Well, just in general. Why? Viking. So Vikings-Rams last night. What are you doing with that? That's, is that... that's a that's – a, their, their strength is in the water, and they played on grass yesterday. Okay, so there's there's many levels oh, to this yeah. mascot oh, challenge. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm fascinated. It's, it's working. It's in my head too, Riz. It's because working. I'm sitting there picking my. Th- I'm like, okay, I'm, uh, a falcon could certainly beat a, yeah. a a buffalo or something. Birds of prey are very dangerous. <laughs> uh, although, it's the aerial attacks. Although this yeah. week yeah. I'm I'm going out there because I'm more afraid of a Bengal tiger than I am a bird of prey. So, well, I, I mean, let's let's go through some of these games this weekend. Uh, a lot of surprises last weekend. What were yeah. some big surprises from last weekend for you? Well, I think the 16-and-a-half-point underdog that won outright 
That yeah. was that was one of them with Buffalo beating Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Did not see that one. How about ja- how about your Jaguars Yikes. laying an egg? What was that nine, nine to, six, to six? That score you got nine to, be to six. Me what a schnoozer. Jaguars ten point ten point favorite. There's been already three or four double digit favorites that have lost outright. Mm-hmm. Wow. This has been insane. Yeah, and it's, then you got the mascot guy well, cleaning usually, up in the looking pools. Looking pretty smart. Yeah. Usually yeah. after the first or second week, you know things start to kind of lay out where they should be. October football, then things kind of settle in. But things are kind of weird. Things are really weird. Things are very weird going into week number four. So last night, the Rams beat the Vikings. It was a lot closer uh, towards the end of the game. The Vikings had a chance at the end. Yep. How about Jared Goff? Four touchdowns in a quarter? I used, uh, was four touchdowns and a half? Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was four four touchdowns. He had he had five by the end of the third quarter, which wow. is insane. I, I used to do the post-game show for the Rams radio network. Mm-hmm. And to sit there and watch what Goff did last night and the Rams being Super Bowl favorites, oh, I just get it. angry. Yeah, I saw a, uh, a Twitter post yesterday from some fake ESPN website. It said, as Jared Goff tosses his fifth touchdown, somewhere Jeff Fisher puts down his beer and says, I picked him. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, run through some of these picks. Uh, Anthony, Dolphins, Patriots, who we got? I got the Patriots. I don't see them. They, they looked horrible against the Lions, but I can't see them losing three in a row, especially when they're at home. I was going to say, especially in Foxborough. Yeah. That's why I'm Patriots, uh, Patriots for me. Patriots. 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 Yeah. Patriots. Patriots. How about the Lions and Cowboys? I'm going Lions, small upset. Cowboys. I'm not a big Cowboys, Cowboys guy. Cowboys have guns, typically. Mm-hmm. Lions have claws, though. See, this is where, this yeah, is where I— It's a distance It's going uh, to take a couple shots to take down a lion. Yeah, I mean, listen, that could There's go There's a lot of Cowboys. Way. That's true. Okay. Who do you got? I got the Cowboys here. Lions. I got the Lions. Browns, Raiders. Raiders get their first win. Yep. So I got two. I'm not sure what either of those things are. So <laughs> I went with the favorite color and uh, and Browns. I'm going Browns too. <laughs> How about the Ravens and Steelers? This is a coin flip. I'll take the Steelers at home. That's what I did too. Home team, Steelers, that's where I went. Same here. I'm taking the Ravens. Steelers. It was a coin flip for me as well. I may have to flip, Mister. You're you're either going to be you're either going to be very happy or that or third is going to be very very far away. I'm going to be very happy or shot on Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I think those are really the the marquee matchups for the weekend. Uh, anything else that of of note? I'm taking a chance, like I said, with the Bengals. I what am too. Buccaneers, actually, Bears. I got the Bears. I got the Bears. I think the, the the one of the reasons why I picked the Steelers on Monday is Fitzmagic is about to that that carriage is going to turn back into a pumpkin at some point, and it was thought it was going to happen on Monday. Kind of did. The wheels are going to fall off. You there. know, aside for those uh, from those what three interceptions in in uh, three minutes, right? He did have pretty he good numbers. Good, yeah. He did have good numbers. That's why I'm going Bucks. I am too. I got Bears. I got Bears. Anything bears. that's anything that's in a boat or in the water is losing this week for me. Mm. That's why you went against the Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It makes sense to him only. No, boat, no boats, no swimmers. I'm telling you, I'm sitting there doing my picks every week. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're like, I'm losing to this I, idiot. I, what do I do? Now, what about when two you know, birds face each other? you got the Seahawks and Cardinals. Yeah. And the Cardinals are terrible, but if you're picking solely on birds. Well, I mean, look at the logos. The Seahawks looks pretty menacing. <laughs> So now we go to the logo. Yeah, and I've only had like pleasant experiences with Cardinals. Sure. So, you know, Seahawks. Okay. I mean, what about 49ers Chargers? How are we picking that one? Electricity versus uh, a prospector? <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not exactly sure what a 49er has other than a pickaxe, so I went Chargers. 
Electricity is ridiculously dangerous. <laughs> I love this too because Garoppolo is done for the year. Like he tore his ACL, and Moon's like, you know what? I don't, I don't really know if this miner can get his axe into uh-huh. that electricity. So, uh, what about uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, and the Bills? I mean, you got a yeah. Buffalo, and you have a guy I, who puts stuff in boxes. I don't know what either of those are, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went to a high school with green and gold, so I just went Packers. All right. Mm-hmm. See, I can't, I can't find a flaw in the system. Yeah, honestly. I know. He's got, like I said, it's there's so many proof. levels. Yeah, no, it's it all makes proof. sense. It really yeah. does. All right, before we uh, have you, uh, I know you got other more important things to do. Um, That's not try true. to unpack this uh, Cardinals getting into the uh, to postseason uh, scenario. So what has to happen this weekend for the Cardinals to get into uh, that playoff game? So they're in a bad spot, boys, because at the start of the week they controlled their own destiny, uh-huh. meaning. They could stay in that spot by winning games. They get swept by Milwaukee here. Now they need help. So they could be eliminated as early as Saturday in Chicago, and the Cubs need this series as well because they, they got the Brewers right up their rear ends. Mm-hmm. So what what needs to happen is the Cardinals essentially need to be perfect over the weekend, and the Dodgers need to start losing games to the Giants, who are basically a, a walking corpse at the moment. The Giants have nothing to play for outside of spoiling the Dodgers season. But the Dodgers are now the team you got to worry about because the Rockies won six straight, and they have leapfrogged the Cardinals in that uh, in that wild card race. And actually, Colorado's in, the, in first place in the West. So the Dodgers, if you're a Cardinals fan, root for the Cardinals to beat the Cubs, obviously, and you need to, the Giants to start beating the Dodgers. Huh. All right, so what do Cardinals fans have to do? We have to root for the... Root for the Giants, Giants? To, to, beat the, yeah, to beat the Dodgers. Okay, so nothing to do with the Rockies. Rockies right now are in first place in the West, so they're... Are they they're, locked in already? They're I mean, not locked in, but they're the team, like I said, so to not complicate everything, mm-hmm. just root for the Dodgers to start losing games. I always root for good sportsmanship. Yeah, me too, and fun. Yeah. But and nachos. You're, you're saying there is a chance if the Dodgers, let's say, sweep the Giants or something, and the Rockies do really poorly, there's still a chance for Then, us? Then the Cardinals can get back into the wild card, yeah. But the Cardinals would have to sweep this weekend. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Either way, either way, the Cardinals, the Cardinals are going to have to. If the Cardinals, most likely, sweet. if the Cardinals lose a game, it's pretty much over. They lose today, they can be eliminated on Saturday. Oh man! Mm-hmm. It all, it all, like you said though, it all depends on what the Dodgers do. Like, yes. if if the Dodgers lose and the Cardinals lose, then we're in the same position we are today, which is they're which a game ahead of us. Yes, exactly. Who's pitching for the uh, Giants today? Oh boy, you. I think. I think you. Is it, uh, uh, Might be Tim Lincecum. I don't, who knows? <laughs> Baumgartner? You, you better hope it's Baumgartner. Baumgartner is for the Giants, yeah. yeah. Baumgartner's going yeah. tonight. I think it's Kershaw, isn't it? Baumgartner, Kershaw? Well, I, I think No, that, yeah. it's uh, Ryu or whatever his name is. Oh, for, for the Dodgers? Yeah. And Ryu? Kershaw's tomorrow. And it is Baumgartner. So you, you've got the pitching matchup tonight yeah, that Wayne you Wright, I mean. Uh, Wayne Wright versus Hendricks today at Ryu. Oh, how, how short is the leash on Wayne Wright? Uh, I would have to say second inning. Is this yeah. it for him? Is this is honestly this, first inning? Is this, this his is, final? This is, this if they don't it. make it, this is his this final is big it. game of his career. I mean, yes. this is like you guys. One of you guys were saying yesterday. This, is, if you're wanting playoff baseball for the Cardinals, this is their playoff baseball. Correct. Right now, this is exactly, is it, and it's really is it been all hands on deck. Every if from, this is if you ever watch a playoff baseball game, starter has any issues in the first out. That's it. You're going to a bullpen game because the margin for error is razor thin now. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of talk uh, this week, and I, I was at the game uh, on uh, Tuesday. Was a lot of empty seats. Yes, that's that's three years in a row now. The Cardinals have at least been the wild card race, and 
empty seats at Bush Stadium. Now, they said paid attendance was, well, 36000 and yeah, change. Yeah, again, that's all paid attendance. We're talking season ticket holders. We're talking they filled those boxes with all the company yeah, tickets. All the corporate that, suites yeah. and all that stuff. Right, yeah. so, I mean. They said through the gates, though, you know, 20-some-odd thousand. I don't know. It looked look very, very empty to me. You know what? And somebody emailed us, if you remember, that was uh, Ryan Ludwig bobblehead night, and a lot of people going through the turnstiles were doing the autograph, the bobblehead, and then leaving. Wow. Yeah. Oh, is that it? And maybe the counting staff these days. I also, you know what I also think? I think parking is, has been a very big issue down there the, towards the end of the season. You think? Especially now they eliminated a lot of that parking because uh, the construction of Ballpark Village. Hmm. You think that plays into it? I think the, the at-home experience is so good right now. That a lot of fans are just saying, "Look, we're we're gonna we're gonna stay home with my sixty-inch television, yeah. and my beers. bathroom." I guess there yeah. were chances. There were chances of rain on Monday and Tuesday. They wound up being pretty nice nights, though. Either way, it's a big deal. I mean, this is St. Louis, and this is you're yeah. you're nearing toward October baseball, and you've got red seats all over the place, at least in the upper bowls at Bush. Well, Stadium. one day was dressed like a seat day, right? It was, yeah. So that's oh, excuse. is that what it was? That's an excuse for oh, that. Then day. never mind. I take everything back. Yeah, but I, the old excuse for Tuesday. I didn't know. <laughs> I dressed like Did a seat it? on Monday, and they yelled at me like, "That's just tomorrow." <laughs> day. <laughs> they carry it over to Tuesday? No, that, no, that's right. No excuse for Tuesday. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Anthony Stalter, everybody. Thank you very much. Thanks, boys. Him on ESPN Radio 101.1. He's on at 1 o'clock, 1 to 3 on the turn. As always, pleasure and good luck. Thank you. And uh, we'll see what happens on Monday. We'll see how you do this weekend for your football picks. Remember, I'm in third place. Don't forget. Oh, my God. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. Hey, uh, Scott, here's what I was thinking. Uh, a little contest after the break. You all right with that? Were you paying attention? We'll do that after the break. we we'll do it on Fridays. We uh, reward the Riz Show uh, listeners, the weirdos out there who have been paying attention this whole week. So call 314-6-WALKER. That's 314-6-WALKER. Jeff's going to give you guys a question. One question. And the question having to do with something that happened on the show this week. Could be anything. Could be anything at any time. Happened on the show. You get the question right. It's your choice of Ho-Ho Show tickets. And yes, we had the big Ho-Ho Show announcement earlier this week. Young the Giant with Grandson, November 28th over at Stiefel. Smashing Pumpkins, December 1st over at Stiefel. Meg Myers with the Blue Stones, December 7th over at Delmar Hall. And the Revivalists, December 8th over at the pageant. All these Ho-Ho Shows on sale today at noon. All the Ho-Ho Show details. Find it at 1057thepoint.com slash Ho-Ho. So 314-6-WALKER. We only have two lines working. That's it. And these phones. These phones are no good. We only have two lines working. Is this window open? We can throw it out. We're supposed to have four lines going. Remember when we had four lines? Remember that? <laughs> All right. 3146 Walker. If they're busy, just uh, keep on trying. We'll get to you. Show on 105.7 The Point. I don't forget, before we get out of here, Donnie Fandango is going to be here for the Real or Fake results. I believe I was on Lock Island. I think so. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel good about this week. I, do not, I believe we, we have uh, pretty much the same picks, but I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm that's locked the only in and, you know, on, on one from by myself. But it's not a great place to be. Not a great island to be on. So we'll do that before we get out of here at uh, 10 o'clock. 
Right now, let's give away some stuff. Were you paying attention? And that's the question. Were you? And we reward those that have been paying attention all week long. So we have your choice of Ho-Ho Show tickets to give away. 2018 Ho-Ho Shows announced earlier this week. Officially on sale today at noon. Young the Giant, Steeple Theater, November 28th. Smashing Pumpkin, Steeple Theater, December 1st. Meg Myers, December 7th, over at Del Mar Hall. And The Revivalists, December 8th, over at The Pageant. 3146-WALKER is the phone number. 3146-WALKER. Jeff's going to ask you one question. You get the question right. Your choice of tickets. While they last. All right. Shall we begin, fellas? And let's go to Nick in South County. Hello, Nick. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. Hey, thanks, Nick. Hey, man. All right, Nick, your question. Here we go. Sorry, Nick, this is probably the toughest one. According, oh, okay. according to Sexy Time Fun Facts, the new favorite position, sexually speaking, for millennials is? Oh, man. Um... <sighs> Keep it safe for the radio, obviously. Three, yeah. One. Yeah, oh, sorry. Sorry, man. Sorry. Three one four six Walker. Let's go to Kevin in O'Fallon. Hello, Kevin. Hey, good morning, fellas. All right, the question again. According to Sexy Time Fun Facts, the new favorite sex position for millennials is. Oh, uh, solo pleasuring. No, no, no. no that's that really always a, been the favorite. Is that really a position? It's more All of a stance. Right. <laughs> uh, Jonathan in, in Eureka. <laughs> Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. How's it going? Going well so far. The question again. According to Sexy Time Fun Facts, the new favorite sex position for millennials is? Is it doggy style? Yeah! 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 Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Right. That's not... <laughs> oh, boy. He doesn't agree. All right, Jonathan, hang on one second. We'll get your info. Any, any idea which show you want to go to? I'm thinking I'm going to see Smashing Pumpkins. Oh my God, that seems to be time, uh, a popular one. Yeah. Thanks, Moon. All right, hang on one second. Moon didn't say a, th- a word, but that's okay. Yes, I did. I did in spirit. That was me. <laughs> You're going to have a great time, man. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that. He doesn't. I know. It's a little higher. <laughs> I love you guys, too. How are you? Uh, Josh, uh, Josh in St. Charles. Josh. What's happening, guys? All right, Josh, here we go. Your were you paying attention question. Whose dad laid in the bushes waiting for someone who was going to ruin his mailbox? Riz. Hey! Hey! Do you remember that? Or do you just think his dad would be the one to do that? No, I remember that it. it took me a second because that was, what, Monday or Tuesday? What show do you want to go to? Uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins at the Steeple on December 1st. Hang on one second. All right, that's two in a row, guys. Yeah, here we go. Two in a row. Can we keep the streak alive? I number three will be pretty easy. So whoever gets through, you're right, going to be three one four six Walker three one four six Walker. Let's go to Tim. Hello, Tim. Yes. All right, Tim. Here you go. Your question, Tim. This is the toughest one. Which show? Oh, me- great. Which show member is literally a tree hugger? Uh, that'd be Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, see, that was sarcasm yeah. when I said it would be tough. <laughs> All right, Tim, what do you want? Uh, I'm going to do Smashing Pumpkins, please. Smashing Pumpkins. Okay, December 1st over at Stiefel. Hang on. Uh, let's get one more winner, okay? Okay. We'll get one more winner. He's going to have a great time. I hope so. All right. 
Here is Alex. Alex on line number two out of Belleville. Hello, Alex. Hello. Good morning. Happy birthday, Rose. Thank you, Alex. Here we go. Your question. In the Riz Show Football Pick'em Challenge, what place is Riz currently in? Riz is in ninth place. We did mention it, right? I believe once or twice. Seven times. <laughs> once or twice. I'm doing well. I'll give yeah. I'll give a hint. This is an in the pocket, were you paying attention question? I mean, this was maybe ten minutes ago. Right. Well. And then, and then forty seven minutes 47 before. Forty seven minutes before that, and then maybe and an hour before that. Could be a future one come Monday too. Well, I just found out today. Yeah, and we'll be hearing about it in 2020. <laughs> hey, guys, remember when I was in third place? Well, let's see if Kayla knows. Hello, Kayla. Hi. Hi, Hi. Kayla. Uh, question again. <laughs> in the Riz Show Football Pick'em Challenge, what place is Riz in? Third. Oh, Kayla. Kayla, what do you want? Uh, what is there again? You have uh, Smashing Pumpkins. You got Young the Giant, Meg Myers. You got the Revivalists. Smashing Pumpkins. All right, Smashing Pumpkins over You're probably going to have a you great time. You are going. Hang on, that. Kayla. Yeah, probably. How about that? We'll, my, we'll end it there. My favorite okay. thing about this game that I think goes unnoticed every every time is the game is called Were You Paying Attention? And every time somebody wins, I go, what were the tickets again? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody ever got it? That's the irony. <laughs> That's the irony. That's the funny part of it. I'd rather them know what, what you know the answer and then not know what they're winning. At least mm-hmm. they still listened. Anybody do some uh, grocery shopping this weekend? I love grocery I shopping. I will be. I love yes. it too. Will you? Yes. Uh huh. I'll be doing. I'll be doing some today or maybe the weekend. Uh, I think it might be uh, Sunday. It might. That sounds like a Sunday thing for me. Usually, yes. Yeah, Sundays. Sundays are grocery shopping days. The, the ones that I go to, like the, the events that I participate in, the Sunday big shopping trips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Sunday's usually the big one. Well, I thought be, this was. There'll be like two throughout the week, two for like random things, but Sunday's the let's make a list and go. Yeah, I thought this was kind of neat. A uh, professional dietitian came up with a bunch of tips on how to save money at the grocery store and lose weight. So save money and lose weight when you go to the grocery store. Again, this is from a professional dietitian who did their research. Now, some of these things you've heard of before, like stick to your list, plan out your meals, and don't be afraid of uh, frozen fruits and veggies because they're just as good. Is is something on this list? I haven't seen this list yet. Is, is does they say? Do they say don't go hungry? Because uh, I listen. I am victim to that. If yeah. I, if I go to the don't store go when, when you have the munchies. Yeah. 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 When I go to the store when I'm hungry, it's like I walk by something. I'm like, oh my god, they yeah. they sell they sell caramel <laughs> apples here. I want seven of these. Who would have I'll come home and she'll she'll always say, "You were hungry, weren't you? You went before eating." Every single time she can spot it because I always get certain things. Yeah. And I'll get two bags of popcorn instead and you of splurge. one bag of popcorn. Well, no, here's the thing, and and I've heard this before, and this kind of validates what I heard. Uh, one thing you might not know is if you want to save money and eat healthier, the easiest way to do it is by sticking to the perimeter. Oh, yeah. That's, Stick to the perimeter of the store. Uh, that's her rule for me. And avoid as many aisles as possible. Yeah, that's Because that's the outer it. edge mm. of the store tends to be where you buy and where you keep most of the fresh foods, things hmm. like milk, eggs, cheese, bread, produce, and most of the processed foods are in the aisles. I mean, unless you're really hardcore about it, you probably you probably won't be able to skip every aisle. But that's okay. Just just changing up your shopping strategy can help. 
Like instead of zigzagging your way up and down the aisles, try going around the store. Then if you need to go down an aisle to grab something, go for it. But always go back to the perimeter instead of going down the next aisle. First off, you'll spend up you'll end up spending way less money and not buying so much junk food. That's awesome. It makes I mean, that, sense. It makes t- once you think about it, it works. Yeah, it makes sense. It totally works. Yeah, think about your store right now. I mean, I'm thinking about my local schnooks. It's exactly, and every store, even your Aldi. Mm-hmm. All the fresh stuff is usually on the perimeters. You got it. Stick to the perimeters. Save some money. Save some calories. You think uh, all of us in here, you think we have uh, sophisticated palates? Uh, I think I'm on the back end of that spectrum, but yeah. Like, would you consider yourself a foodie? Not a chance. In in my classification, yeah. I think certain no. ways I am. Yeah, I, I think in certain ways we, we can be, but when it comes to, like, the real... Like the pros, the real intense. Like folks, Chef Will, our close. buddy Chef Will up at Nudo House. That's a foodie. Yeah. That's yeah, a guy yeah. that is so out there when it comes to trying new things and trying weird foods. And, we're but, we're, but mi- I don't, I we're don't minor leaguers. That like that, that to me is not like you have to try weird things to be considered a foodie. I think that goes into it. That's part of it. If I would have to rank the foodieisms in here, it would probably go. Riz one, Moon real close behind two. I think Moon's more than me. And then me and Jeff near the back. Yeah. I think you may be a little more than me. I'm willing to try some stuff and also not willing to try some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll try anything. A foodie is a person who has a refined interest in food and who eats food not out of hunger but due to their interests or hobbies. I watch a lot of food shows and a lot of those travel food shows. This, this says that pretty much the the the... Layman's term for a foodie is a person who eats food for pleasure. Oh, well. Well, I'm a foodie. Yeah, but I... And, and there are I, degrees. I would consider myself a food enthusiast, but I'm in what the minor Scott? leagues. Uh, yeah. Come on in, Scott. I got some uh, food for you to try. I think... Dude, and I'm telling you, it, it, was, it was traveling the world uh, that, that changed... That changed everything for us. Oh, he's on the phone. Oh, he's on the phone. It was it was traveling the world that changed everything for us. It was a a, a world tour that we had did when we were pretty young, like two thousand four, maybe five. And uh, I was a guy that like hadn't tried a tomato before I was twenty two, and was like, "You'd never tried a tomato no, before twenty two? No, I mean there was like, a, a tomato, lot of, a lot of stuff I had never tried. I just grew up in a house where my mom only made four or five meals, and it was just a cycle of that. And if I didn't like that, if I didn't like shepherd's pie, I ate Chef Boyardee. That that's that's how I was raised. So uh, we we kind of made this pact that we were going to try anything and everything mm. that came across our plate, and it changed my world. Well, I mean, to be a foodie, and according to this list i mean trying trying lots of new foods being interested in where food comes from being able to cook a quality meal knowing what foods are in season knowing how to pair meats and cheeses with wine and beer always having a cool restaurant you want to try being able to pronounce uh, tough food names see eating i think healthy i think all with the exception of the last one i think all of those you smoke all of us in like or traveling I, to a country to try the food. I mean, that's like a, I, I don't consider myself a foodie. I, you know, very rarely eat sushi. So I mean, that's, that's, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> sushi. 
But I'm saying, as, as far as like so the ed- the education of of pairing things and the histories of food, you you come from a family that that was yeah. more connected to that. You came from an area that was connected yeah. more with. with I love food. going to a nice restaurant. I love going to new nice restaurants and trying them out. See, I like that as well, and I don't think this is this is a characteristic of a foodie. But I like to cook. I like to like I like to just mm-hmm. get in the kitchen and go. All right, what do I have? And I want to make something out of whatever I have. I, I don't know that if that's considered it. foodie or not, but yeah, I think that's certainly a part of it. I would rather cook than go out to eat. I think most of us would, wouldn't we? Though? No, not me. Oh, really? No. Although I like cooking on a, a Sunday meal. Mm. I like cooking a big Sunday meal. Scott, come in here. My favorite thing about... Uh, oh, he's got an engineer in there? My, my second or third favorite thing probably about traveling is the food. I look forward to each city, and, and I try to look up, hey, what's the city famous for? You know, do they have some weird specialty thing that you don't really see very well, we got often? something for you to try. Oh, no. oh yeah. John yeah. Patrico brought this for you, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so his, his neighbor, I believe, is from the Philippines, maybe? Thailand, maybe? <laughs> it's not good. Um, and they brought home some snacks, and she said that these were delicious. Uh, I have tried all of these. Um, we'll start with this one. I don't know what it is. You said like you tried all these. I have. And my mom tried them all. Oh, these okay. look like saltines. If you open it up, immediately salt. tell us what you smell, because you okay. can smell it right so these away. these are snacks from the Philippines. So what's mm-hmm. it say on the package? It says, um, yep, hamper socks. No, it doesn't <laughs> say anything. It says something in... Weird. Oh, Please use Vegemite on this. No, so it'll make it better. Might, it might taste better with that. It also but says we're done at 10 if you could do this. Oh, it's like a cracker sandwich. Yeah, it smells like those chicken... It smells like oh, chicken, chicken, chicken Oreos? Biscuit. No, it oh, smells like are... chicken and a biscuit is what it yeah, smells yeah. like. It's got the, that chive. Those are so good. Mm. There's like a cream in between two crackers. But it's not a cream. That's like a glue. Oh. It's very... It tastes like a chicken and a biscuit. It's got almost no taste. That yeah. one is this one too. Oh, this good. one here that easy. is pineapple and egg yolk pastry. Oh, I bet you'll love this. Can't wait. That this stuff won't leave your teeth. No, it like <laughs> that. that it, that'll rip out one of your toothuses. Mm. Oh, this is good. This you're gonna like. That's a Werther's in between a cracker, huh? Oh, good. Pineapple and egg yolk pastry. Can I? Can I? Can I tell them what this is? No. Okay. Well, you, 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 what do you mean? What it is? He already said what it it's is. It's cold. Well, I can tell you. Okay, so it is. Well, let him bite it. Yeah, first. yeah, yeah. Take okay. a big bite of that. Oh, this okay, one says so also use Vegemite. It looks like a giant soft Lorna Dune. Yep. Take a big old fatty bite of that. If anyone knows old people cookies, <laughs> That's what the guys carried in the Civil you. War. Hard tack. I, I love uh-huh. Lorna Dunes. I know. So far, really good. Is it Are you sweet? serious? Well, I, I got a mix of flavor right now in my mouth. Is it sweet? Let me see. Yeah, let, very hey, sweet. let me see that. It looks kind of dry. You want to dip see that? Flip it. Flip the actual thing. Take a bigger bite than that. Get into the meat of it. The yeah. Center, I'll tell. I'll tell you what How that is. That? It is a pineapple sponge cake, cake with like if you hard boiled an egg with the yellow egg yolk in the middle of it. Let's say it's not bad at all. Are you all kidding right. me? I took a bite of that and almost gagged to death. Huh. I, I think I've had this before. I like when uh, King Scott tries things. I do too. He just this loves is pleasant. It. You love it. Really? It's this pleasant? pleasant. You, no, like a, you love it. Will you try it? No, I can't. I can't eat the egg. And it doesn't stick to my teeth. So Jeff, I love it. it. Do- the doctor's listening. You want to try it? She will kick I'm not going to try ass. Is this the same I, I, thing you gave him? Yeah. That's but why I didn't even ask. I'm it, not going to try it. It definitely needs Vegemite. Go put what a little thin layer of Vegemite on there. So this is the same thing, the pineapple and egg Yeah, it's the same exact thing. This Filipino... Oh, I think it's just the, <laughs> the texture looks pretty pleasant. 
There's not a whole lot of taste to it, to be honest with you. No. I imme- when I took a bite of it, I immediately just tasted dry egg yolk. Yeah. It does look And to dry. me, that yeah. was... What else you got over there? Uh, just another one of those cracker things, if you want one of those. No, thanks, Jeff. No, okay. Yeah. Does anyone That's need oh, to... you can't try that. Yeah, yeah. To visit a dentist, you can try that cracker. <laughs> you know, I said this week, no Filipino snacks. I said that. I know you did say that, yeah. Were you guys paying attention? And now, crap on celebrities. Dot com. Finish up. <laughs> there was a pause. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You Dot were com. playing off of a Yeah. By there John was a Pardo. pause, and <laughs> I assumed you were finished. But. Oh, you're fine. Uh, time to find out what's uh, going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Haven't talked about Bill Cosby yet. Today, yes. Today. Uh, his star, How's he doing? Uh, good. A star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame isn't going away, as we as we uh, talked about yesterday, despite his sexual assault conviction. That doesn't mean it's safe from vandals. So they're not going to take it out of the ground. Correct. It's just yeah, going to be there. They yeah, got a blanket rule that they will not remove stars. Correct, yeah. So somebody uh, took what looks like permanent marker. I mean, are you really trying if you're doing a permanent marker uh, after somebody else did one with a with a pickaxe one time to add their own branding to uh, to his star? They added the words "serial rapist" and hashtag Me Too. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, and it'll probably happen again. I think it may be the second time this week actually that has happened using the word "serial rapist." So, uh, Steve Harvey. I know I'm late to the bandwagon on this guy. Uh, I didn't really care for him until I saw him on the Comedians and Cars. I know you're a fan. <laughs> and now I am a fan. But the, you old school Steve Harvey fans, have you ever heard him, like, cuss like a sailor? Is he? Because obviously he doesn't on I've heard his stand-up feud. before. It's, it's pretty clean. Have you ever seen Kings of Comedy? Is he dirty in that? He's dirtier. He's, he's not, not, like, filthy, but he's, he's dirtier. He's filthy dirty. He's not one of those comedians where you listen and you go, wow, he's a dirty comic. But when he's up on stage and he's getting rolling... If it happens, it happens. It's not like Richard Pryor. Right. I'm telling you right now, Jeff, and, and now that you're a Richard Pryor fan, or not Richard Pryor, uh, Steve, uh, Harvey. Steve Harvey fan, you need to go watch Kings of the Game. Is it Kings of the Game? Kings of Crunk? Kings of no Deaf idea. Comedy Jam? Something like that. Uh, where it's like him, Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, they do this whole thing, Bernie Mac. Watch Steve Harvey's I bit about the Titanic. Kings of Comedy. Yeah, Kings Kings of comedy. Of comedy. Yeah. You just said that. You just yeah. said it. Yeah, earlier when you first started talking about Yeah, yeah I'm no what I'm saying. I just if you let me finish, his part on there about the Titanic finish. is amazing. Play him off. It's All called right, the so, original Kings of Comedy. The original Kings of Comedy. All right, so yeah, the whole reason cool. why I bring this up <laughs> you guys are jerks and is that uh, on a Family Feud the other day, you know how like when they're when they're taping taping these programs during commercial breaks, the the host will still talk with the audience. So he's talking with the audience, and somebody brings up that um, Pusha T, I uh-huh. guess, uh, uh, slammed him in one of his songs. So this is him reacting to it, and the amount of beeps. I was just like, Steve Harvey cusses, holy cow. Really? Yeah. Somebody called in the show, Steve, you know you're in a rap, they use you in a rap lyric. Uh, what's, what's his name? Trick? Pusha T. Pusha T. Who the f*** is that? Pusha T. Pusha T cracked on you in a rap song. Push your tea. <laughs> he says something about you. Who? Push your tea. <laughs> what is this broke ass boy? Where he come from? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm write my own rap. Who the f- is push your tea with me? You better watch out, T. You don't know who I be. I'm gonna let everybody get up in the push your tea. Somebody best know not to. F- with me, I'm all in your. 
I got more cash. Dad, I'll do anything. I'll smack that. <laughs> don't mess around <laughs> with uh, me. I don't it's give like your dad cussing. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Dad, stop. Dad, stop. Four bars. Yeah, I mean, it's not very clever. I mean, he's basically just saying his name and right. saying Pusher T. Time That's- out. So he did this at the at Family Feud? Yeah, it was like in it was during commercials. That's insane. Yeah, that was you know one what? of the reasons uh, why I'm little inside, it. Well, inside the Beach Shazam, I don't know if you know uh, Tony and I were on Beach Shazam on You're Fox. Me. Uh, during commercial breaks, Jamie Foxx would get on the piano. Hmm. And he would sing for and like 19 sing. minutes. Yeah, About Pusha T? No, we, remember we 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 filmed in early December, so we got on there and he sang like was it White Christmas? Or oh, no, yeah. it was it was the Christmas song by Nat King Cole, the chestnuts roasting on an overfire. They had a and, piano on the stage and he he sat down and he played the piano for the crowd. He's very talented. That's really cool. Really <laughs> Jamie, that, he's very talented. That, that is Jamie that Fox. is pretty cool. But this is a I scene. Don't think that's recognized this is a scene him. that he's There's just talents. trying to entertain the crowd during commercial breaks on Family Feud. <laughs> There's no kids there, though. How do you know? You know, with the way those shows are taped, and now that we have a little insight into how those are done, it's a long day. And that's not really for kids. Like, it's a long taping session where the yeah. kids have to sit there and they talk. I would think they wouldn't allow kids. Well, maybe not, but I'm just saying that's a different scene than a... You know, people didn't pay to come see comedy. They're getting it as a bonus, and that's a weird mm-hmm. scene to be... Yeah. Going off on somebody mm-hmm. with F words all over the place. Uh, real quick, from this is from BuzzFeed. Uh, TV and movie characters that were originally supposed to die, but they just went on to be, you know, popular and well known in these mm-hmm. movies and TV shows. There's just a handful of them. Uh, the original concept for Pretty Woman involved Vivian too. Oh, the the, the hooker, right? Yep. Uh, 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 Julia Roberts. Yep. But she was supposed to die, wasn't she? Die of a drug overdose in the end. And I guess what during the filming of it, it was like, wait, this is turning into a nice love story. We don't want to have this tragic ending. At least that's what I've read, the reason why. Yeah, wasn't it the studio that changed that? Wasn't it owned by Disney or somebody? And they said, ooh, can't, no, no. I don't know. Although in Disney stuff, Parents always die. Yeah, Within yeah. the first, like, ten minutes. I'm sure yeah. mom was dead. Parents or pets or something. Kicked in. Disney, she's a hooker. I'm just saying. I, I, with a heart. With a heart. <laughs> a remember, hooker with a heart. I remember right, reading yeah. something about the studio not being okay with a dark ending. Uh, early drafts of Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Han Solo was originally supposed to die. Why? He didn't want to be in the movies anymore. In order to raise the stakes for Luke and Leah is what it says here. Oh, I thought Harrison Ford just didn't want to be in the movies anymore. Uh, let's see. While Spike became a fan favorite on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he was originally supposed to be killed by Angel. Hmm. So there you go. Just a couple more of them. If Jurassic Park had stayed true to the novel, Dr. Ian Malcolm would have died at the end of the film as well. But obviously. Oh, that's uh, Jeff Goldblum's character. Uh, early stages of developing for Breaking Bad. A creator, Vince Gillian, Gillian, thought about killing off Jesse Pinkman in season one. Thankfully yeah, not. Did you guys watch all of Breaking Bad? Yes. yes. It took. I, I did it way after the fact, but I did. Yeah. Oh, did you watch it, man? So it was good. so good. I've seen it twice. From episode one, I was like, "Did I come in the middle of this thing?" Because it just hit the ground yeah. running. And oh, there, there wasn't really. How many seasons of that? Nine. Uh, I was no, gonna say six. Seven. Six or seven. Six or seven yeah. I think seven. There was not really much downtime. Yeah. There's on no. That show. There's no filler seasons or. There any was that. no yeah. like take a breath. You're right. Yeah, that's one of the most well-written shows ever. By the way, uh, Pretty Woman, the the numbers on that, 
This came out in 1990, had a budget of $14 million, and the box office was $463 wow. million. Dollars. Wow. Which, by the way, the movie was a, a Disney movie at first. Hmm. Damn. It I said, you know, Julie Roberts was not the first choice of Vivian. It was not wanted by Disney, blah, 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 blah. And then Disney ended up passing on it because they wanted to make it a romantic comedy, like a fairy tale, not the dark comedy kind of that it is. And then they passed on it, and it was picked up by somebody else. Hmm. Uh, in theaters this weekend, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, go to night school. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> night school. <laughs> Just schooling at night. Uh, critics 24%, audience 67%. There's an animated movie for the kiddos called Smallfoot. Critics 75%, audience 89%. About a guy and, with and, a small foot, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. Small mm-hmm. shoes. It's called My Small Foot. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the horror movie Hellfest in theaters this weekend. Audience 79%, critics no score. Crappy birthdays, Hillary Duff, 31. Uh, Naomi Watts is 50. Out with the torn ACL, the former quarterback for the 49ers, Janine Garofalo, is 54. That's, I don't think that's how Les you Claypool is 55. Uh, T-Pain is 33. And today's Burton birthday of the day, Rockabye Baby on the treetop. Your mother's a whore and I ain't your pop. Andrew Dice Clay is 61 years old. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Chelsea Ray. Today's birthday girl has been passed around like a joint on Willie Nelson's tour bus in 301 fine films, including Slut Powers, Activate, <laughs> Daddy's Worst Nightmares, Dirt Pipe Milkshakes, Tricks and Magic Sticks, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Anal Full, no- Anal Full Nelson, Volume 6. Chelsea Ray, 34 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, fetch me the one they call Fandango. The Rizzuto Show. Oh, it's our robot friend. Hi, right, welcome back. Donnie Fandango's here. Hey. Happy Friday, fellas. Q as well. Nice to see you. Thank you, thank you. We've got one final thing to do before we get out of here. Let's uh, bring King Scott in. Time for the Real Fake Results. Sponsored by... Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Check out the cans in question for week number three in our competition. And as it stands right now, we have a three-way tie for first place. Patrico, Jeff Burton, King Scott. Seven points each. Myself and Moon sit in the cellar. Six points. Not far behind. Still early in the competition. Remember, the punishment for this competition is season's first Christmas caroler. <laughs> so the winner will get to throw a dart at a map of St. Louis. And the loser or losers will have to go to 10 houses in the neighborhood chosen and sing Christmas carols. Have we discussed if there is multiple losers, if they go together, or do they have to go to two separate neighborhoods? I think safety in numbers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are we okay with that? Yeah. yeah. I yeah, think whatever. that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. All right, it's one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. You lock it to two points. You're right, zero points locked out if you're wrong. So for dramatic purposes, Donnie, we go photo two, one, and then three for the reveal. Two, one, and then three. Gotcha. 
All right, Tones, here we go. A description of photo number two. Photo number two, this is a lovely lady who is laying down. Uh, she's got on some sexy lingerie, and uh, she is holding these globes. I mean, it honestly does look like two. It looks like the top of two babies' heads. I mean, yes. it really, truly does. Uh, these things are massive. We were kind of all over the place on these. Riz and Moon went real. Myself, Jeff, King Scott, fake. All right. Oh, boy. So Moon and I are real. Everybody else fake. How do you feel, Moon, about these? Oh, this is not my favorite week. Um, we went, know, we went real. That was fifty percent. I mean, fifty-one percent real. Everybody else is fake. Donnie Fandango, photo number two. Real or fake? All right, guys, for the listeners, eighty-one percent went fake. Listeners, incorrect. Yeah, They're real. Boom. This competition is stupid. Yep. <laughs> I think she's laying that way, that way to fool us. That was my immediate thought. Oh, it worked for some of us. Oh, it looks like we have tied it up there, Moon Man. Wow. Woo! Wow. Am I the only one? That was a tremendous picture. It really was. Oh, I love yeah, it. Well, I, I, very I, well I, done. I try to kind of keep the drool away, but that's a good picture. Don't worry about it. I'm not a fan. It tricked me. All right, let's go to photo number one. A description, please. Photo number one, this is the uh, cigar cans here. The lovely lady in a white lacy bra has put a cigar in between her cans here. And these things, again, yes, massive and huge. Uh, everybody here has gone real. I've never wished to be wrong more. Uh, Riz has locked oh, this up. Boy, this is my lock of the week. Oh, I think this was man. pure danger. This Will was Robinson. real danger. What are you doing? Eh, eh, danger. <laughs> Dumb pick this was. What was I thinking? I mean, I hope you're right, just because you know I'll be right too. But this is what was I thinking, Donnie? What was I thinking? I, I don't know. All right, we're all real. I am locked in at real, by myself. All right. I don't want to get that far behind this early in the competition. Or it's okay. Let him say real, and then just press the woohoo button, please. I'm 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 trying to build this up, <laughs> and I'm genuinely nervous. All right, Donnie Fandango, photo number one, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 68% went real. Listeners are correct. Oh, They're real. Oh, Hallelujah. Risky. These are going to be... It's, oh, this game's so Hallelujah. dumb. This Hallelujah. is the dumbest game we've had. This, this is so stupid. <laughs> Oof, man. All right, eight points for Patrico, eight points for Jeff, eight points for King Scott, nine points for me, and eight points for Mel. Finally, photo number three. Huge cans, pink and white bra. They're going to be fake. We're all locked out. Riz is on a high right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, these these things are huge. And and listen, uh, I know it sounds weird, but very nice hair. This, I mean, this photo is incredible. Again, everybody has gone real. Everybody but Riz has locked it in. All right. All real. Everybody's locked except for me. If you hadn't heard, I already got my lock right. She looks a little sunburned. (laughs) Make sure you're using... What? Stop it. <laughs> Just be nice for 10 seconds. Hey, did you hear I'm in third place in the Pickle uh, Challenge? Yeah, oh, congratulations. Third place. That's really I did great. hear that. <laughs> yeah, I also I'm... heard that you did a stand-up set once. Is that true? Once, and I retired after. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but it was sold out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Donnie Fandango, photo number three. Real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 85% go real. Listeners, correct, they're real. All right, oh. Take it. Riz, we tied it up, dude. And we boob swept. Boom. It's all tied up, folks. 
10 points for all. Everybody's got 10. You got 10. You got 10. You got 10. You got 10. And I got 10. Hey, look at us. Halfway there, and you're in first place. Also last and place. And last. Yeah. He's in first place and last place. Yeah. Don't forget. Never forget. All right. Any other uh, thoughts on this uh, competition? Yeah, I don't know why I feel like I lost today. <laughs> well, you lost ground, yes. but you're still tied for first. Okay. Not Moon and I. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I was two, talking uh, to Scott over there. Two uh, boob sweepers right over here. Sweep. Look at us. I think you guys might need a need a day or two apart. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. All right, some events to tell you about. Sunday, Patrico is at DB's in Soulard for some football beginning at noon. Also at noon on Sunday, Jeff Burton, Travers RV, and Eureka. He'll be out there from noon to two. Eat and Treat, Chesterfield Amphitheater, October 20th. Get your tickets now. Five bucks goes towards Maryville University's Kids Rock Cancer. 1057thepoint.com slash eat and treat. Blog and podcast up there for you. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Donnie Fandango next. Have a great weekend. We leave you with a selection from our team Riz member of the day shouting at Don Stallcup one more yeah, time. Don. Yeah, Don. Okay, Don. Okay, Don. And what a great choice this is as far as songs go. Chris Carnell. Mm. Carnell. All right, have a good weekend. Donnie next. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.